For their own reasons, they joined an expedition to explore a pyramid in Peru. Little did they know that the horror they would encounter would be only the beginning, and that the friend they made would lead them to dark terrors beyond the capacity of mortal minds to fathom. Travel with the investigators as they journey around the world through Peru, America, England, Egypt, Kenya, Australia, and China in a vain attempt to prevent the arrival of something eldritch and terrible that will lead to the end of the world itself. RPGMP3.com is honored to present the most spectacular gaming experience ever put to paper in its newest incarnation. For Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, this is The Masks of Nyarlathotep. Nineteen twenties Peru to tell you if it's too many or not enough. Hello, um, welcome y'all. Hopefully, oh, we are streaming. I am live and confirmed over there. Yay. It is showing me an Xbox ad. Amazing. Yay! So everyone should apparently buy an Xbox. Or oh, send me the money for the Xbox they're going to buy. That would be great because you know gaming. It's expensive. Great. Well, we'll take a picture expensive. and send it to him of the Xbox that they bought. Oh yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. We're having a good time watching it. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's super nice of them. So, we are having a change of pace. We are playing Masks of Nihilothotep for Call of Cthulhu 7th edition. This is session number one. How come you never stream your video gaming? I'm sure people want to... terrible play. They want, <laughs> they want, I'm sure they want to watch you play that incredibly boring Middle Ages game. Oh god, I don't even like watching that. And I actually like watching... You mean Kingdom Come Deliverance? <laughs> yeah. Where, where exactly. basically the only way to survive is to steal from everyone. I like when Hal plays it so that I can take a nap. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not the most interesting game to watch. I will finish it though. God damn it, I will finish it. <laughs> I will finish. I will not die of scurvy or whatever the fuck else of the diseases I catch. But someone at the table will. Right. <laughs> because <laughs> oh, you've got a terrible constitution. Oh, in this game. Yeah, yes. yeah, in the game. Hey, that, that overlay doesn't look too bad, if I do say so myself, considering I'm up to it up in 20 minutes this morning. No, it looks great. It's pretty! Everyone looks like that way. It's Cthulhu-ish. It does. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, as no one's actually played Cthulhu, I mean, I'm assuming you all have some understanding of the setting. So it's basically like normal 1920s. Okay. So everybody's, including Nick, is wearing, like, beaded skirts so they can do the Charleston and all of that kind of thing. <laughs> Okay. So you have a, a bit of an odd mix of characters, but I think it'll work okay. Um, two of you are classic Cthulhu-style characters, and one of you is less classic but also workable. Me? That is it you. me? Entertainer isn't necessarily a classic Lovecraftian. Character. Oh, I, I changed my character <coughs> completely. I am now folk hero Guybrush Boy. Stop that! You're not a Guybrush anything. So uh, we're going to play the prologue, which is new for seventh edition of um, Masks of Nihilothota, and we are going to start in March 1921. Uh, it is March 1921. Roll for initiative. Right. The upon us. <laughs> That'd be great. So, let us begin in traditional Cthulian fashion with a handout, which I believe is this one. Really? Cool. cool. Yeah. Some handouts. Here you go. So, here is the handout. Um, 
You, would you leave me first aid? Somebody oh. had to have it. Nobody took it. I am going to suck at that. Well, the worst thing that could happen that in this is, is everyone bleeds to death. Oh, and I can speak Latin. Hello, Brother Squirrel. Nice to see you. What do you think of the new overlay? It's pretty, right? Um, so, we start with the handouts. Nicholas, I'm going to hand it to you because there's a shit ton of tech over there. Is this a game where I should be taking notes, but I'm not going it to? It would be wise if someone did, because let's just say that this is an enormous adventure, and there are crap tons of handouts, and it's investigatory. So you're going to have to have your brain working on the clues. Well, I'm glad we're doing this on Sunday, a day in which I'm generally incredibly exhausted. Superb. That's good. Just stay in character. You'll all be good. So, um... Can it's, you see the chat? Can I, I can. I can't. I see Brother Squirrel and Hex5 and AJS11019. Well, my Twitch doesn't love me because I can't see chat. Your Twitch doesn't love you. You can't see chat. No, not sure. Are you loading it through the browser or are you loading it through the app? App. Load it through the browser, see if that helps. It's my I phone. I wish you would have <clears throat> sent out a message saying, be sure to bring pen and paper. So at least I would have known that I wasn't bringing it. Oh, so then it would have been a choice. Yeah. Okay, so in January of 1921, you noticed this in the newspaper. Nichols? As all of you, none of you are particularly the kind of people who are going to get caught up in this by direct conversation, you will be looking for the... Oh my God, an officer was killed in Washington? Kind of I believe you want the other side at the top. <laughs> oh. It's like writing it. Like, the house is adding $600,000 to the prohibition bill. This is bullshit. <laughs> you also don't know each other at this point. Sweet. Oh, are you talking about the search for ancient pyramid in the room? Okay. <laughs> Would you like to read it? You can go to ClueCam if you wish. Blue cam, blue cam. It's not really a clue, it's more of a handout, but it gives them an idea of it. We are using the uh, Masks of Dialothota prop pack from the HP Lovecraft Historical Society for wondrous and marvellous handouts. Would you want me to read it aloud? You can, but then also let Leah see it, so she can look, look at the Okay, do we, do we have like a, a sound effect for it? Oh, I'll just do it myself. Beep, 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 <laughs> Explorer Augustus Larkin is planning an expedition to the southern highlands of Peru, where he hopes to identify the site of a pyramid long forgotten by history. Following the discovery of a number of gold artifacts in the region, Larkin believes that he has found evidence that will lead him to their source. He is currently in Lima planning the expedition, and is recruiting companions and possible backers. Beep, 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 beep. Pretty great. That's nice. I know. That's, I think I should read all the newspaper and news articles. <laughs> or none of them. I think, on... I think that was pretty cool, actually. <laughs> I should, that I could do. I should either read all of them or none of them, depending on how you <laughs> felt about it. It's better than I could do. So, basically what this is telling you is that at some point in the newspaper, there is a gentleman called August, Augustus Larkin who is planning an expedition to Peru in order to excavate wondrous artifacts from a pyramid. And he's looking for companions and backers cool. to help him along the way. Okay, I'm going to put on the cam. Yeah. What was the article? Uh, I'm not the seeing top? it on the cam, I'm seeing me on the cam. I know, I haven't switched over yet, dude. Ah. Is it weird that whenever I think of that voice, I think of like um, the, the kind of start of uh, A League of Their Own? I do not remember the start of that movie. 
It's very good. I don't remember if it's necessarily the start, but I know there's a part where they're talking about all the the female players, and it's that voice especially. They liked your old time radio voice. <laughs> all right, I don't know. It's not they really. They might have better read it, but they could see the wondrous quality of the handouts. I expect. Um, I like how Clue Cam has a mustache. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Just gonna put that there. Clue Cam has a mustache. That's really cute. Oh, thanks. What type of mustache? But it's like a whoop. Little whoop. It's not a curly one. It's oh. more like a little. Oh my god! Hair. We forgot to get beer. You we did. can't. We can't play nineteen twenty. Uh, Shouldn't we have like we cla- shouldn't we have like classic nineteen twenties cocktails for this? <gasps> Next <laughs> time, yes. <laughs> Let's have some gimlets. Let's have some gimlets. I, I don't want to be a downer here. Are you maybe, have a mocktail? Okay? Maybe one in the afternoon is not the time to start drinking hard liquor. Let's shush. Oh my god! What time, what time is it? What time is it in Peru? Yeah. <laughs> I think they're under the same like. It's Sal. Yeah, a little bit over. You're right. It's probably a little earlier, actually. <laughs> it's 11 a.m. As someone, as someone who's ordered... Oh, uh, Brother Squirrel suggests absinthe, and uh, apparently the, the, the clue cam also needs a monocle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm down to Jonas or drinking a hard liquor. <laughs> well, you're the sensible one, right? Hmm? You're, you're the follower of Prohibition. He's just our DD. Right? DD. So, you find this article in the papers. Are you interested in joining this expedition? No. If the answer is no, you can generate a new character that is. No, I'd love to. There's certain parts of Cthulhu where you actually have to be adventurous. I've been wanting to write about characters from Oh, yeah, you're an author, right? Ancient Peru, yeah. Well, apart from that, it's good for the Antwerpen. Yeah, I heard it's your favorite. You know. I I do quite like the Antwerpen, and you don't like it. It's your least favorite. (laughs) Nothing nothing like... (laughs) Nothing says Coney Island Carney like Peruvian excavation. You're a Coney Island Carney. Yeah. I mean, you've got other skills, right? Maybe you're going to travel and... Do something with the travels. I mean, generally, I am a Coney Island carny. Maybe you need to get away for a while. I thought this was taking place in New York. I did not know we were <laughs> going to Peru. You go to Peru for a little while. Then it's, the actual adventure starts in New York. Cool. Then he goes to Egypt. Mm-hmm. And England. And Africa. Yeah. And Australia. And China. Cool. Not necessarily in that order. Okay. So, what are you going to do? Did, did I miss something? No, we're just saying you found um, that article in the paper. Oh, I'd like to write Augustus and let him know that I'll arrive. Okay. I'm interested, but mostly is like, I can help, I don't know a lot, but I, but I want to write about what he finds. You start a correspondence with Augustus Locke, and he replies to you reasonably quickly. Sweet. And says that he would be interested to have an author along. Right. To document, perhaps, yeah. and write maybe even press articles, or... Uh, cool. Perhaps even a book, if the findings are large enough. He indicates that we get from the indications that chances are he's expecting that this will be a big windfall for all involved. Okay. I guess I, I, I can write into him and uh, let him know that I think my, my skills, my worldly skills, and I have uh, quite a bit of financing behind me, I think I could be very useful. That's, that's, that's the bit that oh, says yeah, possible backers. He gets back to you very you're quickly. And he says uh, yeah. he would be honored to have you attend and come and uh, watch the excavations. Good, and, he could uh, send a car my way and pick me up in the morning. <laughs> really? He's going to send me to drive all the way to Peru? <laughs> yeah, she's afraid yeah. of flying. 
Are you afraid of flying? Nobody, nobody really flies. It's mostly going to be trains and boats. People. She's like a North Korean dictator, man. Planes be too dangerous, yo. But goddamn it, I can drive. <laughs> you can drive really well. Reasonably quickly at the time for letters, so a few weeks. <laughs> yes, reasonably quickly. All right, so then I will write a letter, dear Mister Larkin. I am a Coney Island carny, and for reasons you probably don't need to know, I need to leave the country for a little bit. Do you need a carny in your quest? Here, quest. He writes back to you offering a place as a basically a stevedore type, you know, there's always help for muscle on a trip like this. Somebody who works the place, there's going to be excavation he expects, so he would quite like you to potentially help with that. Probably a good thing. P.S. Don't let my high sleight of hand skill <laughs> fool you. I'm definitely not going to steal from you. So, all of you receive this wondrous More props. telegram. Ooh. I also like that I have a strength of 25, so you know. That's a telegram for you. Candygram. Get no do that. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> From Augustus, what does Augustus Larkin sound like? You haven't met him yet, you don't know. Well, I'm trying to read his... He's pretty quiet, generally. <laughs> Thank you for joining the expedition. Stop. Now he's, now he's set the voice I have to use for Augustus Larkin. <laughs> see what he did there. Please join me in Lima. Stop. Have booked your room at Hotel Mari? Stop. Meet 18 March at 7 p.m. at Bar Gordano or Cordano? I'm going with Cordano. Cordano. Hiron Angash. 202. Hello. Dis- it's a strange noise. It's like the future. <laughs> Dicio de Limo. Stop. Augustus Larkin. Beep, 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 you know the great thing about these props? They even have a backside. <laughs> you don't have to read the whole backside. Good, because it's in Spanish. I know, and it's amazing. <laughs> the Hotel Mori. Oh. And it'd be like waiting for the paternity oh. testing. So, <laughs> did you see that the stream title still says War on the Hill? Oh, yes I did, and I need to change that, but I can't change it while we're streaming. Oh, okay. It's something I forgot to do before I fired it off. I like the way you say horror sometimes, because it sounds like whore. Whore Wonderful. on the hill. Wonderful. What it's called when I climb a mountain. Whore on the hill. Yeah. Is that you? Yeah. Yeah. I quite like that one. That's a pretty great little handout. Yeah, that's awesome. So I have to give you something to put your handouts in because there's lots of them in this adventure. So, what you gonna do? Go to the Hotel Mori? I make travel arrangements. I assume he would send tickets and stuff, right? He doesn't seem to. You could travel to Lima. Yeah, let me just get all my money as I'm fleeing the country for reasons you don't need to know. <laughs> Still someone's juggling act, and they're mad about it. I don't know what kind of carny you are. You a nice carny or an evil, bad carny with a big mustache? We'll find out later. I <clears> think <throat> <laughs> the phrase nice carny came out of your mouth. Oh, <laughs> nice carny. There's got to be. Um, we're kind to our own. Boy, <laughs> oh, right. that's revealing. That's the Carney Code, huh? Yeah. It's nice. The Carney Code. Okay, where are we going? 
Anybody doing anything prior to leaving? Anybody doing any preparation of any kind? What do we know about Peru? Uh, I'm going to the library and just researching as much as I can. About pre- Peru? Pre- novel. Well, about the ancient peoples and the, and the pyramid in particular. Okay. You want to make me a library use check? Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, I do. Percentile roll against really library use. But I need some two, dice. Two d- <laughs> I need some dice. 2d10 or percentile dice. Oh, I was like, where are your non-fucked up ones? None of my dice are fucked up. Yeah, they are. They're just different. Uh, 48. Here, I have a 70. Wanna use this one, you can. <laughs> like that. Super. Super fancy. Brother Squirrel says he's confused. He says, keep, he keeps saying come to Peru and then stop. If I'm below my number, then I'm good? Correct. The success okay. is below your number. Success. What did you get? 48. And you know skill is? 70. Congratulations. You have managed to succeed. As you've succeeded in a skill, I believe you get to check that skill. Are you going to put a check next to your skill? Oh, a check? A little check in the box. And this is how we manage to um, develop our skills. In between parts of the adventure, you'll roll against the checked skills, and they will go by 1d10 if you succeed in a row. See if you learnt anything. So I do a 1d10? No, you do it when we rest. It's when you look back on your adventures and you think, huh, and you improve. It's how you're improving skills in this game. Okay. Okay, cool. No no fancy dice tower. Yeah, I got mine. Oh, yeah. We need to finish 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 Aaron's birthday present. So, sorry about that. No, you're good. It's taking a while. Those are path Is this a 70 then? Because otherwise there's two 10s. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, the numbers on the <laughs> dice are um, fantastically bad. Yeah. Um, which is not what you want on a dice. So, um, I've got a skill in the occult. What what does that let me do? It lets I mean, you know about I... occultists and ancient books of magic. Can I like read about maybe well, some things? Well, in the 1920s or... it's like a thing, right? Spiritualism is very high in the 1920s, right, right. so it's that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, do I know anything about... Uh... Ancient tales of occult terribleness in Peru. Yes. There's probably lots of stories of Peru. You can roll if you want. Sure. What am I Percentile rolling? Percentile die. What am I rolling? Percentage. What the fuck is that? Roll 2d10. You probably got one that has uh, tens on it and one that has units on it. Yeah, okay. okay roll okay. them both and that's okay. how you roll the percentage. Right. You, were you really, do you really think I was paying attention to uh, you yes. when Aaron was rolling? Do you want the There was no paying attention. Uh, two. Roll the two. Oh, shit. So, so it begins. Sorry. <laughs> but no, we should definitely use hard liquor because <laughs> in fancy glasses. I would be clumsy no matter what. <laughs> That's super funny. Okay. Two. So I rolled a two. That was extremely good success. Oh, cool. So if you notice on your skill, there are two of the numbers. Yeah. There is a half of the original skill, which is what you use for hard successes. Okay. And there is a fifth, which is for extreme difficulty. Okay. So but, that's that's a nine. So you basically rolled it at a very high level of success. Oh, cool. So you've met the extreme level of your skill. So you get to check a cult. We're looking at it. Are you specifically looking for anything specific? I mean, or are you just looking around what cult things happen in Lima? Yeah. yeah. Lima specifically? Peru in general? What? Um, Give me some guidance as to what you're actually looking for. What? 
Where where exactly are we going to? I know we're going to Peru, but we're is there like a specific Lima. Where I mean, in Lima stop? I saw Lima, I guess. Right. Um, and I you're going to, to investigate. I mean, is there anything that's weird that's happened there? There are lots of things that are weird that happen in Peru. There's stories of all kinds of monsters in the area. Lake, Lake Titicaca is there. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to be a thing. And there are stories of monsters specifically in that area. Okay. You were, know, you, were, they, were they ever dealt with? Um, was there anything... Dealt, dealt with. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, was there any resolution to any of the weird no, things you, that you happened? Know, you know from occult, the, occult lore that there's a lot of monsters referenced around the world, particularly with regards to large water bodies. Mm. You know, you have Loch Ness, you have all of that kind of thing. Lake Titicaca is not mm. not immune to this. Yeah. Apart from the fact that it has a great name. Lake Titicaca. They've, they've, they've seen my dice tower. Yeah, why? Well, they asked me to look at it. Yeah. Stick, stick, it, stick it on the thin cam. Yeah, give me that. Um, there are, like most I mean, cultures, there's rumors of... You know, beasts that change shape. There's rumors of types of vampires that wander the area. There's rumors of all kinds of okay. creatures and beasties. Creatures and beasties. Occult-wise, there's specific magic of the area. There are wise women who know things and it's hard magic to see the inside in the of this one. Region. Hmm? Sorry. Dice tower. Dice tower. So there are monsters here potentially. Are you interested in the occult? Is that what you're caring She has just some interests in the occult. It's yeah, more of a hobby I, skill. Right, right. I just kind of want to have did an idea check, what, you, what it is we're going into. Did you put, there's did how you many put a check things. on the skill? Uh, what, is, what does that mean when I put a check on just it? Just put it next to the There should be an empty box next to the skill. When we rest, we see if we learn Check the box. Something. Okay. Check the box. Well, when, when, when we get to a point in the adventure when you're able to reflect. Oh, okay. Reflect. Mm-hmm. Rest. Okay. Um, there are specific creatures that are shapeshifters in Peru. There are specific creatures of vampires. They're called Karasiri, I think they're called. Wow. Um, you find out specifically about those. Kazawari? Kazawari. No, they're not those. <laughs> no. I might be more afraid of those. Right. <laughs> um, but in general, there's nothing specific about Lima particularly. They just have a very ancient culture that obviously has a lot of background of beasties okay. and magic. I mean, do we do we have much of a much knowledge of what this this investigation is going to be he's about? Going to, he's going to ex- it, excavate a pyramid and hopefully come right. back with great so, wealth. Do we have any knowledge of the pyramid itself? You don't know. He has not specifically indicated where this pyramid is or what it is, which is not untypical of these kind of ex- uh, expeditions. Because normally if he's like, I found a pyramid full of gold, I need some people to help me with it, that it's not likely he's going to be like, and here are the GPS coordinates, so somebody else can sneak in and do what more first. Yeah. Well, besides the fact that there was no GPS Correct. coordinates at the time. I mean, he, do, he doesn't indicate where it is specifically. Okay, but none, none of the uh, the occult stuff that I've been looking at indicates any type of pyramids in the area. There are pyramids in the area. There are pyramids all around. There's small pyramids, large ones. Okay, can I can I get like a gathering of like snippets of like information you and can. kind of like make a notebook out of it yes, all? You can start to make a Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's pyramids of all sizes. In the is it Titicaca? Titicaca is a lake. No. But there are a lot of pyramids in Machu Picchu. Of course it is. There are. There's a lot of pyramids in Peru as a whole. Yeah. All of all various kinds of sizes. I guess first I will go talk to um, a Puerto Rican guy because I forget that I don't really know much of the world, so okay. he quickly tells me that they are not the same thing. We, we do not come from Peru. 
And then I will um, I will try to forge a ticket on a steamship. You're forging a ticket? Yeah. You're not buying a ticket? No. Okay, how are you, how are you forging a ticket? I know what... How about how do you know what a ticket looks like? Who doesn't know what a ticket looks like? So you're buying a cheap ticket and forging one? I mean, I've seen tickets before. Make me a forgery check. Jesus, we're already into the, into the terrible illegalities. What did you get? 22. And your skill is? 25. Okay, check forgery. You make what you believe is a passable ticket. Is this going to be one of those things where... Was I'm like, assuming this is a ticket for a train, I assume. Wouldn't you take a steamship? You could take a steamship also. Yeah. I mean, chances are the train lines don't go all that way. Yeah. Um, and then while... You're catching a boat to Lima. Yes. And while I'm at the port, let's go ahead and uh, pickpocket someone. Just assume you'll be doing general nefarious things as you go. We don't have to roll every time you're in a new place to see how many wallets you steal. <laughs> how many wallets did I get this time? How many wallets? Well, I'll say this. Had the forgery not worked, that was going to be how I was getting my ticket. Stealing wallets. Right. Oh, you're going to steal someone else's ticket. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're going to be such a great person to go on an adventure with. I mean, it'll be helpful in the past. So Nick is Until he starts stealing our shit, too. <laughs> which that will not well, be helpful. you guys can shoot him. Are you taking anything specific? Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me just address something. Yes, it must be terrible to play with someone who's always stealing shit and steals from your own loot piles. Who would ever want to play with someone like that? I'm sorry, are we talking about a different game here? Oh, we're not. It's so terrible. weird how that happens. I, I'm, you know, this just older woman who, you know, is naturally rich and just wants to help the naturally world out. Naturally she's, she's genetically wealthy. <laughs> I mean, you know, some people are blessed that I believe way. that's the thing that happened in the 1920s. <laughs> it is. That, I mean... Naturally rich. <laughs> Everyone's just like, fuck that shit. Capitalism at its finest. My <laughs> first person my peasant level will kill. <laughs> you. <laughs> Whenever I talk about the other game, I just say, I assume our rogue... Has a pile of stuff that they've stolen that I we really, don't know about. I don't know what this this crazy man is talking about. Right. It's really just it's a bunch of gibberish coming That's, on. Okay, so you're oh. heading to Lima. You're probably going by steamship. Probably. I feel like this was a conversation we were having in the steamship. Like, I just ran into this dude, and I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? Are you going to be traveling in, in the so. same place he's traveling? No! You are not. I mean, eventually, eventually we're going to... Oh, oh, oh. Chances are you are not traveling in the same path of but the steamship. Eventually, eventually we're going to end up, traveling. along the path of travel, eventually, towards the end, we're going to end up probably... Right, he's probably going to try to steal your stuff. He's going to be, like, stealing a bicycle and, like, biking the rest of the way there. <laughs> Jesus. How dare you, madam? How dare you, madam? I'll be like, where's my car? All he's got in his pocket is mustache wax and nothing else. (laughs) I would say I would be able to forge a mid-level... So not not steerage. Not steerage. I think I can pass for like... Like a normal average human. Yeah. Okay. Not that that weird fucking... Old Ram downstairs. Titanic Jack. Although I would probably hang out there because of the sweet music. Because that's that's it, right? Poor people have good music. Oh, uh, I mean, that's a fact. 
You right. remember all those rich people who invented the blues. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. Rich people did that, didn't they? By taking all the money from the poor they people. They did invent the blues. <laughs> I mean, if they right. hadn't stolen all that money and things, there would be no the blues. <laughs> Just saying. I think Nick, Nick needs to adopt a nice Carney accent when in character. <laughs> Please don't make him. Please do. Do it. The Carney accent. <laughs> what is a Carney accent? I don't know. I guess it's like the barky business. That you, but you'd only do that when you're barking. <laughs> yeah. Very in the sunshine here. Yeah, yeah. As a, as a northern Englishman, he's confused. It's like the gods are shining down on you. Right. You're, you're, you're the representation of their true form. Okay, oh, so Nicky's forged his ticket and he is ready to go. Are you taking anything specific with you, Nicholas? Um, yeah. What are you taking? Yeah. need to know what you've got on you of significance. Clothes and shit I don't care about. Anything of significance is in, you know, what are you taking that will help with this expedition? Um, I definitely have uh, lock picks and cards. Okay, very good. I also have a slapjack and brass knuckles. Right. Um... <laughs> Is this going to go in gear and possessions? Sure. I mean, basically, you <laughs> probably brought four butlers. <laughs> I'm also weapons proficient. <clears throat> I know you are. What are you taking? And I probably you? also brought my own vehicle. You're taking a car? Why not? You're taking a car. I can afford it. To Peru. She's having it shipped Do you in the fucking ship. Do so you see those? There is a possibility I may not be able to find a car in Peru that is up to my level of quality. I just thought thought of that. I have my nice car that I ship around. You're shipping a car. I am totally shipping a car. Can you drive? You can drive it too. I can drive really well. Maybe a motorcycle. No? No? There are motorcycles. It's late 20s. There are motorcycles. Well, I know. I know. Should I take both though? Should I just take a car? You're like girl 1920s Batman, aren't you? I know! It's <laughs> like girl 1920s Batman. I also have, you know, Sorry. throwing knives, hammer, nails. The usual. Various animal traps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for your shows. You, like, lock it on your face. But you can get around by going, actually, I'm going. I'm an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Here's my, my uh, SAG card or whatever it is. Yes, because that's a thing. <laughs> right. The Screen Actors Guild. Before television was invented. Or whatever equivalent there is. I don't think I don't think there were many unions in the nineteen twenties. No, no, no. Okay, Aaron, what are you taking? I've got my pearl handled gun, mm-hmm. my typewriter, copious right. amount of yeah. notebooks and pens. You're tracking a typewriter. They're heavy those things. It is, yeah. Uh, Hold on. My my gingham dresses. Gingham dresses, sensible yeah. shoes. Yeah, sensible shoes. And you're taking a car. I'm taking a few things. things. Okay. I'm making a list. You're making a list. Is any of them illegal to ship? No. Okay. No, I just pay them off. I'm fine. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, 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 we're all okay there. <laughs> Hold on, I need I mean, to find out the type of car ex- that I'm An excessive amount of firearms is what they're going to catch. I'm only going to take three. Okay, three is Oh, an ammo. I need ammo for all of them. <laughs> so, um, I am packing two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high-powered blotter acid, a shell shaker, half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, laughers, also a quarter of tequila, a quarter of rum, a case of beer, a pint of raw ether, and two the dozen animals. Where did you get all that stuff from? No. Erin <laughs> is packing it. She's a writer. <laughs> no. Hunter S. Thompson. 
<laughs> it's the drug list from Fear and Loathing. <laughs> All you have to do to get through firearms is just tell them you don't have firearms with you. Basically. But I mean, if they search you, it doesn't matter really. Laws at this time, particularly for countries like this, are not that restrictive, and a little bit of a backhand cash will get you through most ports. Most ports, not all. I told you the the Mexico story, right? And you get a license for them too, of course. The Mexico story. I went to Mexico, and they x-rayed my bag, and were like, it looks like you have a gun in your bag. And I was like, I don't. And they were like, okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Not they were waiting, waiting for you to go, here's a 20, thank you very much. Nope. <gasps> Can I have a Tommy gun? Yes. You can, but that's going to be very difficult to transport. Oh, it is. That is, put in a violent case. I meant as in get through customs and things. No! No. Really no. no. Not a... Don't want a Tommy gun. No. Why not? You have no skill in it. Yes, I do. Submachine I have... gun is the skill. I have skills in rifles. They do not specify the type of rifles. That's okay, rifles. It's a rifle. It's it is a rifle. You might look at the book now, aren't you? I don't All see the gun skills. Well, then they're wrong. I don't see submachine gun on here. That's, well, on your sheet. There's no. one. Built, there's a blank spot. There's blank below. spots. A car that Nick will firearms. have sex in while it's in car. Specializations of firearms in the this system include bow, handgun, heavy weapons, flamethrower, machine gun, rifle, shotgun, submachine gun. And this is all. What if it's... I have skills in all of them, dude? No. You don't. You have skills in the ones you specifically put points in. It's hard to get skills in rifle, uh, submachine guns, and flamethrowers. Everybody bullshit. has base skills in these things. That's bullshit. Everyone has ten percent in heavy weapons, flamethrower. You have ten percent in machine gun. You have fifteen in submachine gun. That's right. as a base. Well, we're gonna do for for my handgun. We're gonna have a nineteen eleven. Are you looking up guns online? Oh, yeah. Colt. Are you looking up 1920 guns online? Colt 45 revolver. Uh, oh, Jesus. Dude, that yeah. 1911's coming with me at some point. I just want you to know that. <laughs> you better bring a couple. I'm taking a 1911. Brother Squirrel points out that does 1920s crew have non-dirt roads? Probably not, actually. Most of the roads are probably... Don't be judging. Well, no, but he's saying if you're taking, like, a nice, normal car. I think so, I was going to take nice... I haven't figured out what kind of car I'm taking yet. Okay, but I'm also going to get a... It's the 20s. A, How many options like do you have? Shotguns were easy to get I as they were tops. Well, I mean, for off-roading. I assume oh, not very many. <laughs> <laughs> not very many. This could actually be ordered from Sears. <gasps> <gasps> Dude, you can order a Tommy gun from Sears back in the 1920s. Yes, oh, yeah. What? America! That's fucking awesome. Know, oh, right? my God. See what happens? See, American tradition now going out of business. Super terrible. She should have brought back the catalog and sold Tommy guns. I mean, we kind of do have the catalog. It's called the internet. That's true. Amazon okay. is the season. So you're bringing a crap load of guns, some kind of car that's going to get stuck in the mud, and six butlers. I can, I can, there's there's got to be some type but of off-roading vehicle that was popular. In Easily obtainable to people like you. Yes. Maybe a military <laughs> vehicle? Something with a track? <laughs> yeah. I mean, these things are going to be like, you talk about most of these roads that you're going on outside of Lima. I mean, Lima's probably going to be okay, but outside of that... Hey, Al, this is what I do. I travel the world, and I take cool shit with me, and go on, like, multiple adventures. I know what I'm taking. Like, I've done this already. This isn't my first rodeo. 
Okay. Maybe like a truck might be better. Maybe, but I, I need some luxury items in there because I need to have like spots for all my weapons to fit in with like locks like installed. Big locks. Really complicated locks. <laughs> Possibly combination locks. Because that you cannot pick those. Yeah. You think. <laughs> Off-road vehicle you don't have horse. to pick it if you can break it. What was the off-road vehicle equals a horse? It's probably it's not a lie. I'm going to say that's not a lie. I do ride. Also, I do have I do have riding capability. But no, it's a, it's a, I want my I want, I want a okay. vehicle. Aaron, in your searching of Peru, you find general things. Sweet. Um, Peru is officially the Republic of Peru. Okay. <laughs> it is the third largest country in the subcontinent. It is home Who to about 5 it? million people at this time. Who runs it if it's just, just a Republic of Peru? We'll get there, maybe, okay. maybe not. Its northern point touches the equator. Its land mass is around 500,000 square miles. It is widely, widely varied in terrain and climate. The arid coast gives way to the inland to warm, wet lowlands, including the Amazon Basin, as well as the Andes Mountains and their associated highlands. Civilization dates back to at least 2500 BCE. Wide variety of pre-Columbian civilizations largely gave way to the Incan Empire in the 14th century, which then ruled over most of Peru. The empire proved short-lived, however. The first Spaniards arrived in 1528, followed by the conquistadors, led by Francisco Pizarro in 1532. He founded the city of Lima in 1535, where he was later assassinated in 1542. The Incan Empire finally fell in 1572, when Francisco de Toledo executed the last reigning Inca and the Viceroy of Peru was created. So it's a Viceroyalty. Viceroyalty lasted till 1820s when General Jose de San Martin invaded with an army of soldiers from Argentina and Chile. This marked the beginning of a series of battles and declarations of independence that finally ended in 1824. There has been some political volatility in the intervening years but in 1921, the country is largely stable and prosperous. The population of Peru is made up of a wide range of ethnicities. Around 50% are Amero-Indian, with a majority of the remainder being mixed race, with white people making up about 15%. There's a, Colonizers. There's a large population of Chinese and Japanese immigrants in Lima, with many of them having been brought over to build the railways or mine guano. Good old Guano. Everybody happy with what Guano is? I was not paying attention. I'm researching cars. It's actually, in this case, it's seagull droppings, but yes. Really? Seagull droppings used as a fertilizer in Europe. Yes. The majority of Peruvians speak Spanish, although there are a number of other linguistic groups who speak Aboriginal languages, such as Quichua and Aymara. English is not widely spoken particularly outside the cities, which might actually be something you might want to... Can we bring a Google Translate with us? Sure you yes. can. I believe you have one. It's called uh, a minority butler. You don't need to know about traditional dress, do you? No. Uh, the current money there is the sol. There are 10 deniros to one sol and 10 centavos to one denero. Throughout the 1921, one dollar is worth approximately three sols. Sols. S-O-L? S-O-L for the singular, S-O-L-E-S for the plural. Temperature in Lima is mild for most of the year, 
Although it can become uncomfortably warm for some foreigners during the summer, the average low temperature in March is 18 degrees C, which is 65F. The high is 77F. The high level of humidity makes the temperature feel warmer, however, and uh, you feel like it might be sweaty and nasty over there. Mm. Nice. It's pretty dry. Not a great deal of rainfall in Lima. What else do you want to know? Can I just be studying Spanish, I guess, on my way down to... Sure. You get a book. Okay. Olé. Donde estas la baño? It's a good start. It's a good beginning. I'm guessing no one in the group currently speaks Spanish? No. Yeah. Speak Latin. You could always pick someone up that speaks Spanish and pay them to help translate for you. Yeah, I'll do that. Is it possible for me to work on Spanish on the trip? You can work. Everybody has a base skill, I think. Let me check your base skill in languages you don't know. It's small, it's tiny. One! Is it one percent? Yes. I think you might be right. I think it is one percent. really well. Hey? Language other, one percent. I feel like knowing Latin should give you some sort of... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's ways to learn languages. In this, we will, we'll get to that later, but I mean, if you're exposed to a language for a significant amount of time, you're going to increase your guard level. Well, you know, two months on the ship. <gasps> two wow. Well, is there is there a train in this area at all? There will be, yes, there are trains in Peru. Can I buy my own train car? You cannot buy an entire... What, you mean, you mean just rent, like, book a train car? Probably, if you figure out where you're going to go. We don't know where you're going yet. They can hook it up to any train that's going in your direction. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Why not? Look, look, you throw enough money at a problem, and it can always get solved. That okay. is true. Except for so, Wasn't my idea. Oh, I see. Wasn't I was my there. idea. I'm just glancing at chat and being like, uh-huh. What, what came up? Watch your eyes. <laughs> oh, God, what happened? Chap suggested she buy her own train go. <laughs> it's a really good idea. I just keep all my shit in there. It's very I meta. Outfit they're, it. They're role playing Leah, role playing some rich lady. It's great. <laughs> okay, are you done with all the things you're taking? Um, no, probably not. I, I I haven't figured out what kind of car I want. Can I just say I'm taking a car and then I can like actually sure. research what kind of vehicle has yes. really came with me? Yes, you can. I don't know cars from the 1920. I, I don't. Model T. Yeah. Alright. I have a book. You might be able to have a Model A truck, yeah. I think, was around back then. Yeah. I mean, it's going to have to have some sort of practical sense to it. Transport. Here you go. Ooh. Yay. It's down here. Take a blimp instead of the train. <laughs> no blimps. Blimp is amazing. <laughs> right? Smooth, yeah. as, smooth as anything. <laughs> Please take a blimp. And you'll be like, so how does this blimp for our expedition? I'm like, Believe chatter kind of stirring it up a little bit today. Ah, this is great. Yeah? Yeah. I feel it's great. I think it's good. I think so. Okay, so who's traveling? Are you going? Are you done? Everybody happy? So happy. You ready? So ready. I'm looking for my vehicle. Okay, we'll just you can look quietly while we travel. Your steam trip ride is reasonably pleasant. Extremely pleasant for some who can afford it. Okay for those who cannot. Uh, nobody really 
Your forgery holds up. You managed to get to Peru. What did you... How did you roll that? Just after looking for like a spot hidden, relative okay. perception check to see okay. if it was... They recognized it as a forgery. Not that good. Well... I'm not that you good. You said it as a base of, you know, you did it, you made a normal success. Yeah. If they'd have got a higher success than that, there'd have been a chance for them to spot it as a forgery. There would have been a lot of persuasion at that point. Right? <laughs> so, you arrive in Lima. You're probably all on the same boat, probably. You're checking in at the Hotel Mori, I believe? Yes. Did, uh, I assume he set up rooms for us. You have rooms at the Hotel Mori, yes. Okay, so this is this is the point where we're all coming together, is at this hotel then. Well, he's going to meet, he's told you to meet the, you to meet him at the Bar Cordano. Okay. On a specific time at a specific what date. What kind of room did I get? A normal room. Can I get an upgrade? There are no upgrades in this place. I'm pretty sure there are. There are no. I'm sure they can find me an upgrade. They cannot. I think they can. You have the best room they've got. I don't think Plus I do. Plus you don't speak Spanish. Um, yeah, but I can find someone that speaks English. <laughs> they can translate for me. I'm just here to get some of those famous Lima beans. Lima beans. It is weird. How did they become called Lima beans? I know. They're Brazil nuts. But like... The place is, we call the place Lima, but we call them Lima Beans. I don't know. I'm sure chat can figure that out for you in less than 20 seconds. Get on it, chat. Get on it, chat. So, you arrive at the Hotel Mori. It is a reasonably plain building. It is no frills whatsoever. There are... Like something can be done about this. You were given the best room that there is. I don't think I was. I don't think you was. I don't think I was. The lady running this hotel is called... Where are you, lady running this hotel? You have a name somewhere. What? What, what is it that you're telling me to... For the cars in the chat? No, model... Model what? <gasps> oh, good. Oh, yes. Awesome. What are we on about? Oh, got a bunch of options here. A model AT whatever were usable off-road. Oh, tanks with less. Oh yeah. You're not getting a tank. I the, the model totally A fucking yeah. That'd be a, a model A truck, right? Yeah, it'd be yeah. a model A truck. That's the way to go. I mean, if you're gonna go seriously off-roading, it's gonna fall, fall apart probably. But I mean, but that's. But for dirt roads and everything, it would be a a feasible option. Yes. What my tank? No. Mm-hmm. Tank, tank-like vehicle. Hotel Mori is located in the center of the city. <laughs> as well as dozens of well-furnished rooms, the hotel offers a well-appointed banquet room and an extravagant, extravagantly stocked bar famous for its Pisco Sours. Oh, not so bad. A cocktail created here, incidentally, by American bartender Victor Vaughn Morris. What's um, his name? Victor Vaughn Victor Vaughn Morris created the Pisco Sour in America. But it's a famous year as in this particular place. It's like a banana daiquiri. How do you say banana daiquiri? Banana daiquiri. From the a banana daiquiri. That? That's horrible. That could be like banana? <laughs> that is pretty terrible. Five points to anyone in the chat who knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Five points. Stuff. I like that. We should give chat points. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like they're playing the fourth character. They are your fourth wall. 
pretty fun. Let me know if anyone gets the banana daiquiri reference. These, um, hotel is not luxurious, but it is reasonable. There is no luxurious hotel here. I can see you getting visibly upset. It's good role-playing, man. So, you've arrived. You've checked in. You're quite pleased, extremely disappointed with your room. So I'm just going to go sleep in my train car that I have. Well, the way I see it... <laughs> this place looks great. I've slept in better, but I've also slept in worse. Oh, my God. Hail Nimrod, question mark. What's up? No. No, oh, for the banana. How do you say banana daiquiri? <laughs> there, apparently we should let chat play an NPC. <laughs> Could be as much fun as Twitch plays Pokemon. Oh, I was fucking invested. <laughs> With Twitch plays Pokemon. The original? Hell yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fun. We'll have to work on that. Uh, so, right? So the character is just on a camera. Yeah, I mean, the biggest problem is the lag between real setting and the chat. That, that's the biggest Yeah, problem. it's about five seconds to ten seconds. Five to ten seconds. I it's also just a like, lot. we should let chat play an NPC. Yeah. Not really. Well, I mean. Well, I think it's I think it's. I, I mean, they should play a PC. <laughs> yeah, you can't have chat play an NPC. No, I mean, yeah, right, chat plays an NPC. I'll play some NPCs. That's the only banana reference I know. Hey, banana. Okay, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah right. It is, it is March the 18th. 7, okay. 7 p.m. is coming quickly. Okay, I'm getting dressed. Very good, getting dressed for dinner. Watching. Yeah, I mean, so we, we checked into the hotel, we got to our rooms. I'd like to go have a chat with Victor Von Morris. I paid a bunch of people to bring all of my that. stuff up. Damn it. Hey? I paid a bunch of people to bring all of my stuff up. Okay. Right, um, I've asked at the uh, hotel about security, if they have any type they have of... have a safe? If they have safes and stuff like that. They have a safe. A safe. How big? How big do you need it to be? I mean, put really, a motorcycle biggest... in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put a motorcycle in that. They have a large safe, but I don't want to go fit a motorcycle. What? what I mean, how, how? 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 It's the size of a room. Oh, well, what's that? That would totally fit a motorcycle. Um, whether You're it will... just not inventive enough here. Whether now. it will fit one or if they'll put one in it are two different things. Let's right. put it in it. You're putting a motorcycle I mean... in a safe. Did I, did I bring a motorcycle? I don't know. Was just, chat was talking about bringing a motorcycle. I'm gonna I feel say, like that'd be better for I'm going to say this. There's a good chance that this game is going to go into the 30s. And if you make hell too mad, I think he might make you lose all your money. This is very possible. Yeah. But I mean, I'm going to enjoy it. Stocks have crashed. While I can. Your investments were terrible. You know, you know a dirt farmer in Idaho. <laughs> That is fair. This is even mean. My player decides to jump out a window. Ah! <laughs> okay, no, I mean, I'm gonna put like my, my weapons and stuff like that, my ammo and, and things of that sort. And they're safe. Okay. And I'm gonna. This is, I assume this is one of those ask no questions hotels. Then. Well, it's just a hotel. You put whatever you want in there, and people come with guns. That's how it is. 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay like a deposit uh, for them holding my stuff, and I'm gonna promise them, you know, like three times the amount if everything is safe and kept uh, secure. Okay. And no one else can use the safe. You're buying the whole safe. Yeah. Make me a persuasion check. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm charming. Make me a charm check. Sweet. Uh, I'm rolling the two. Yep, same old thing. Well, that sucks. How'd you do? <laughs> Not very well. You fail? 95. <laughs> That's close to a critical failure. <laughs> They're gonna be like, ha 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 ha! No. She shows up utterly wasted and she thinks she's really charming. She's been drinking she's like, on the hey, boat. Hey guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, they explain to you that you can have um, <laughs> you, you can have a quarter of the space in the safe. Let me come back in the morning and try again. <laughs> but they can't can't give you the whole safe, as other people have already got things in there. She's like, wait, let me take a shower. Do <laughs> that. They attempt to explain that to you, but you don't know Spanish. Yeah, you can really charm them because they don't speak English. Shit. It's difficult to charm people through a translator. <laughs> the Bellman is the one gay well, man. Nice titties. Yeah, you're like, charm, give it to me. I'm guessing that works. <laughs> That's charm, is it? That's how charm works in the 1920s. Totally. No. Uh, That's no, what low cuts were short. It's just this. It's just, oh, oh, oh. Here's a little ankle. A of ankle. So, are you going to meet at the bar Cordana, or are we just going to hang out well, at the hotel? The bar. I'm excited. Bar Cordano is where you're meeting Augustus Larkin. I show up an hour early. Oh wow, that's nice. An hour early. Yes. And I show up an hour late. <laughs> Probably. T- really. <laughs> so you're gonna have an hour of conversation that you're missing out on. I never claim punctuality. Yeah, I just claimed good finances. Aaron, I'm guessing you're arriving on time. Yes. Aaron. Akarni is never late or early. But never right. specifically when he expects Jesus to. Jesus Christ. The Bar Cordano is a restaurant and bar in Lima District. Um, it is a tasteful, simple but tastefully furnished with wood paneling and fixtures and a tiled floor. You arrive early. Sweet. There is no one there that you vaguely I proceed to just me. start writing in the corner and okay. using on my travels and impressions thus far. About 40 minutes after you arrive, um, three men enter the restaurant. Um, they are clearly not from this area. Um, they talk to the lady at the restaurant hosting place, I guess. There's no hosts there. The bar. Talk to the lady of the bar and are assigned a seat in the corner. Um, one of the men is... One of the men is an African-American man of average height and build. He has short hair. He seems to be smiling as he walks along. Um, he is wearing a... I was to say tweed suit, but that's a bad environment. Apparently he normally wears tweed, but it's not what he's wearing right now. He's wearing, I guess, uh, a linen suit. Um, he's wearing a fedora hat that is well worn, and he is smoking a pipe, which he occasionally uses to gesture. Uh, one of the other gentlemen is a pale, thin, white man with greasy blonde hair. 
Um, he is relatively young, uh, but his skin is saggy, and he has noticeable bags under his eyes. He also wears a white linen suit that appears sizes too big for him, leading you to believe that he may have lost a lot of weight recently. He, um, as he walks by you, you catch a whiff of what you can only assume is expensive cologne. He seems to be wearing quite a lot of it. The third gentleman is a gaunt man with pronounced cheekbones and deep-set eyes. He has medium-length brown hair, which is unkempt. Um, not well-tended at all. His clothes are old and frayed and made of light cotton. Um, he has a black-brimmed hat in his hand wide-brimmed head. They all sit at the table and begin discussing things. Lots of notes, lots of notes. I let them at least go on for ten minutes before I interrupt. Okay. Like, are you Augustus? Whatever. Which one do you think is Augustus Larkin is the question? I don't presume to know, so I think I'd rather just walk up to the group and just say, like, which of you happens to be Augustus, Mike? Oh, hang on, let me just do this. Do you, any of you happen to be Augustus? I can't hear Augustus without thinking Augustus Gloop. That is a bit of a problem for me as well, I'm afraid. <laughs> Augustus Gloop, Augustus Gloop, the big fat stupid nincompoop. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this is the next soundboard, which is Bar Cordano. All right, I like it. <laughs> Partying with Gertrude Stein. <laughs> Basically, okay. Are you arriving before her? She approaches the table or after? Um, I mean, she's sat in the corner. Are you approaching dead on time? Slightly late? Slightly early? They showed up twenty minutes ahead of time. I'm approaching mm-hmm. ten minutes ahead. I'd probably be there like 15 minutes early. So you walk in, you see three men set at the table, there is a lady at the bar. Grab a beer. Grab a beer. Grab a beer. Kind of lean lean back against the bar, kind of survey everything. You look around, the the majority of the people here look like your average traveler. Um, Some people are locals, you clearly identify them. And there are three men who are clearly the people you're here to meet. There's no distinguishing that. They're sat at a table with a number of empty chairs. Um, they are a African-American gentleman, a very pale, gaunt gentleman, and another man with a rather unkempt haircut and tattery clothes. And an hour later, Leah arrives. And makes everybody repeat what they've already discussed. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to just arrive, though. I mean, um, are, like, our rooms well, upstairs, I mean, like, or... Your rooms are not anywhere near. This is an entirely separate place. Okay, okay, so I'm, like, I have to come in, like, the You have to door. travel to the bar. Program. Okay, okay, so I'm, I'm going to come in, um, and I'm going to, like, gonna like hide off in, like, a corner and just kind of, like, take in the whole scene first. Why can't anyone just walk in and say, hi, how's it going? Sneaky investigators. Okay, you arrive. There is a lady in the corner with a book, writing. Well, wasn't she going to go... Eventually? Up? She said, are you arriving late? How late are you arriving? An hour late. Literally an hour late. <laughs> yes. Okay. So she, I so, came in and they're after, fully enveloped in conversation. After like five minutes, I believe Aaron is going to go talk to them. Right. 
You see a lady step up from where she's writing and walk across to the okay. table. Very tall lady. Oh, how tall are you? I'm size 85. That You're a large... Yeah, size is one of those things. I'm tall. She's, she's tall. <laughs> she looks um, solid. <laughs> and yet somehow incredibly frail. Yeah, yeah she's got... She quietly coughs into her handkerchief. And there's blood. The whole handkerchief is just red model. with it. Drips down her hands. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of a lung in there. So sad. <laughs> so, so sad that you have a con of 15. It is bad. Con of 15 <laughs> is pretty terrible, actually. Size of 85. <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh, <laughs> I forgot how ridiculously high my con is. Oh, yeah, you're super tough, aren't you? That's good. That means you can, like, put your face in a bear trap. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, do any of y'all happen to be Augustus? As you approach the table and speak, they all stand, except for the unkempt man. Oh, please don't get up. They they sit back down and um, gesture to a chair. Uh, I am uh, Augustus Larkin. I I assume you're Letitia? I lean over and light my cigarette. He lights your cigarette. Actually, he doesn't light your cigarette. He doesn't. The African-American gentleman lights your cigarette. Sweet. The name's Letty. Letty Swansong. Swansong. (laughs) It's it's good to meet you. I I am Augustus Larkin. Um, This this is my colleague and um, assistant and aide, Louis de Mendoza. Gestures to the raggedy gentleman. Sweet. And um, this is Jesse Hughes. He is a folklorist from America who is here to join the uh, expedition. Uh, I overhear the people mm-hmm. talking and like the names, yes. and so I walk over. Okay. Because I heard like Augustus, and I'm like, hey, that's who I'm here to meet. Right, that big fat guy who goes with the tube. Mm-hmm. Well, I sh- <laughs> look, a bunch of men sitting around in suits that look like they might be G-men. Not really people on No one here looks like a G-Ban. I don't know. You said they all show up in suits and fedoras? It's the 1920s. I don't know. Everybody's wearing suits and fedoras. <laughs> Fair enough. Literally. I'm sorry. You're probably wearing a suit and a fedora. Top hat. Okay. Really? Why not? You're wearing a top hat in Lima. Performer. <laughs> <laughs> That's super funny. Ducking out of supper for 30 minutes, don't get eaten by any octopuses until I get back. Oh, did anyone, was anyone able to name the banana reference? Apparently it does not no. seem so. We don't really keep, I'm just keeping a vague eye on chat, but... Uh, it's from Godfather 2, when they're in Havana. Uh, Fredo asks, how do you say banana daiquiri? And Michael responds, banana daiquiri. <laughs> That's funny. How do you say banana daiquiri? Banana. It's a banana daiquiri. Um, if, if you'd like to take a seat, um, we will wait for everyone before ordering dinner. Mm-hmm. How many more people are we waiting for? One more, I believe. Uh, one more. Uh, Mercedes Grimes Walker, one of our backers. Mm. Well, I'm sure they'll be here shortly. I mean, how long? How late could someone possibly be? Let's let's get some drinks. Uh, I recommend. Uh, I guess Pisco Sour is the classic in this area. He orders Thank drinks. You. <laughs> What's in a pisco sour? Uh, alcohol. I can't remember what the exact recipe is. Let me Google it. I'll Google a pisco sour. 
They're not bad, actually. I quite like them. They're pretty light and refreshing. Why is no one here drinking a Pisco Sour? What? No one's a Trump. A Pisco Sour. Alcoholic cocktail of Peruvian origin that is typical of the cuisines of Chile and Peru. Wow, much informed. <laughs> the drink's name comes from Pisco, legit, I'm saying. which is its base liquor, and a cocktail term sour in reference to sour citrus juice mm. and sweetener components. Um, so oh. freshly squeezed lime, simple syrup, ice, egg white, and angostura mm-hmm. bitters? It is. What yeah. is that? It's basically standard. Oh, bitters. I don't, I don't drink eggs. It's, it's a sour. You don't drink eggs. Eggs are for eating, not for drinking. Eggs are for eating. You're lucky I didn't make my character a vegan. <laughs> that would have been unusual in the 20s, uh-huh. I guess. I don't drink eggs. I'll stick to beer. Okay. There's other variants of the cocktail, well, which include, like, fruits and plants and stuff. It's just not what eggs are for. All right. It doesn't make sense, but keep going. Egg whites. <laughs> it's not, you're not doing the egg yolk. I'm not... <laughs> I find drinking eggs to be weird. It's amazing. Are you kidding? It makes it nice and frothy. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, so mm. good. So good. Your character can drink Look, eggs. I, I like character who probably drink a lot of eggs. As you're, sat, as you're sat discussing just general chit-chat, waiting for the last arrival, um, yeah. you guys can make me a psychology check. Okay. 23. Is that a success? No, I have 20. 41. Guess that's a no either. No, I'm at 18. So, pleasant conversation, and a few drinks later, a lady arrives. Awesome. So, um, during my hour of being late, could I have possibly gone somewhere and found an interpreter to bring with me? Probably. Like, hired someone. You could possibly ask at the hotel the best thing Yeah, yeah, so I asked at the hotel, found someone who, you know, is reliable, trustworthy, and offered them a large sum of money to, uh, Travel with me and be an interpreter. You find a young man in his early twenties. He has been—he he went to university in America. <laughs> yeah. And his name is Diego. Yeah. And What's he, he look like? <laughs> Diego. The he has an appearance of forty-nine, so he's a little bit unkempt. He's a little poor. He is attempting to be a journalist and failing, but he will work for you. Okay. Oh. I wish you he is he is a hunchback dwarf. <laughs> his, his appearance is a fall. He has a, he has he, he has extra head on the back of his existing head. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Cool. So mm-hmm. and uh, so well, uh, you know, again, yeah, I've been doing things. This is my hour being late. Um, so I've secured a spot in the. In the safe to put in. <laughs> You're not storing spot. Diego in there, are you? <laughs> Reminds me, I need to write Diego down. Hey, Diego, so baby. You're going to stay right here until I get back. <laughs> I like to think that she's doing all of this you, on promise of payment that will never come. <laughs> you sexy piece of man meat. Because she doesn't actually have any money. She just does promissory notes. <laughs> Just credits. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm offering a sum up front and then offering a larger sum once the job is finished. Then we'll never get paid. Because they'll probably be dead. Fed to a squid monster. Yeah, but they don't know that. Squid monster. This is, well, this is Cthulhu. You don't know that either yet. Squid monster. Fed. There's worse ways to die. I mean, I, I have full intentions of paying them up front and, and when we finish, because 
Well, as I'm concerned, I will make it through this. I mean, it wasn't uncommon back then for people to just, like, tread on their name with no yeah, money whatsoever. Yeah, it's true. turn up and people would give you things. And then eventually they realized you were a big sponge and they cut you off. That okay. was the whole thing about uh, Rose from Titanic, right? They were, like, dead broke. Right. Can I... Um, I, I, I would like to talk to uh, the people at the front desk and find out if they know of other the other members of this this group. And you're you're if translating through Diego. Yes, if they've checked into their to their hotels yet. Yeah. Okay. And cool. can I can I get the room number, please? We wouldn't normally do that, madam. Diego. Come on, man. Just assume Diego's translating and talk to me. Right. Right. <laughs> why, why do you need them? I just like to be aware of the people that I am traveling with. You're all on the same floor, madam. There is a lady from... Uh, is, there any, is there anything that I can do to convince you? Tell me what number I can... What, what room numbers these people are staying in. Well, you're Crazy. all on the same floor, madam. You're all, you're all near each other. Right, right. I, and I would like to be able to watch them, you know, just to interact with them. You know, to know which people they are when they come back to their rooms. Okay, madam. Um, a, a couple... Couple of bills here help uh, jar your memory and, and loosen your tongue. That'd be great. Persuade, Jack. Charm. Someone's charm. gonna get charm. Do charming. I don't have persuade. Dude, what is? Yeah, I don't have persuade, so it's gonna have to be charm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that how that is? I don't <laughs> think that's how the rules work. Yeah, I mean, it's be really charming. Just roll me persuasion. You're ah, persuading. Fuck. I don't think so. charming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's I think see I how persuade. Not very well. <laughs> madam, I can't, give out, well. I can't give out the room numbers, madam, but uh, I, I can tell you that uh, there is a, a very pleasant young lady. She is uh, how tall. Would, how would they know who's in our party? They know who They know the, they know the room was in. booked by Larkin, and okay. your rooms were also booked by okay. There is a There is a lady who is uh, rather tall. I believe she is some kind of writer. Okay, so can I use my charm skill now? For what? No. Well, I mean, you, you know... She, Giving her money and stuff like that. Huh? Giving her money and stuff like that, you know, actually charming her up, making her feel like, you know, she's she, doing a great job. She, ex- she describes these two, these two, plus an African-American. Yeah, but that's not what I want to know. I want to know where they are. How much money are you giving her? How much money is a lot for this One dollar is equivalent of three souls. That's a lot. So, so I'm going to offer like 50 bucks. Yeah. I think we need to start keeping track of her money then. No. <laughs> that disposable no, income is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like two hundred dollars a day or something. You have like a ridiculous amount of disposable income. Yeah, it's it's stupid. I mean, you read it. It is a lot. It's a massive so, like, amount. No, she's still fine. There's a That's reason you don't give people ninety nine though, because that is literally a bottomless amount of money. <laughs> yes, madam. They're in the rooms just down the corridor from you. She rattles off the room numbers. Yes. Cool. Alright, so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go see if the rooms are open so I can walk into them. All rooms are locked. Says who? Says me. Says, I'm assuming you never never leave your room open. <laughs> are you gonna break into our rooms? What the fuck do you know? We're out meeting with these these guys. You don't know shit. Someone's getting shanked. So, someone's <laughs> gonna step on a bear trap behind the door if she's not careful. <laughs> All the rooms are locked. Uh, well, Diego, okay, Diego I, looks at you a little bit uh, quizzically. Diego's fine. He's well paid. Jesus Christ. He's the help. <laughs> You're everything that's wrong with America. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Have you um, got affluenza? <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably. I love that you play a rich character for the whole 30 seconds and you're just like, complete asshole. <laughs> Immediately. That is pretty hilarious. What are you doing, Hall? Okay, I'm, I'm just, like I said, I went to go see if the rooms were unlocked, if they had possibly left them unlocked. They did not. Okay, are there any windows, like on the outside or anything of that sort? There are, but you're on the second floor. Diego! Have <laughs> you climbing? You have to climb in there, buddy. So, I would like to point out that there is a good chance <laughs> if you're throwing around money, people are going to notice. They are going to notice, especially if you well, so, okay, so far I've paid for an interpreter. Um, I've paid for some safe space, which I don't think is all that uncommon. No. If that's, you, that's why, but and you, I've, I've bribed the front lady to tell me about their rooms. With that's a it. huge amount of money. Well, that wasn't that much. That's not to you, it's not. Well, you said it was oh, it was one to three ratio, right? Better uh, okay, so how much do these people... Do, look, look at that and tell me what a dollar buys you. I mean, 27 cents buys me twine. So I can buy three twines. It doesn't buy me that much. Three twines. Twine. <laughs> <laughs> you have I mean, just fully immersed yourself in richdom. Like, the three present twines. enemy just wants Whatever to reach tw- out and just choke you to death right now. <laughs> I can buy three twines with this. <laughs> three twines. That's hilarious. <laughs> Well, I, I earned 10 steaks for uh, a little over a dollar. I mean, so she can go out and buy 50 iron 10 steaks. I mean, I don't... $50? I could buy 150 twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, a typewriter around there. A typewriter, like so, like a yeah. Computer. I mean, it was it was like so, it was like me giving someone uh like a hundred bucks. Right. No, at, at no. It's you, not. it's like you giving someone a laptop. Yeah, you gave someone an apple. <laughs> oh, here, let me let me focus. Okay. And not the fruit. <laughs> um. Like, here's a MacBook. Just just be chill. And they're like, all right. <laughs> where do they where, where are those people staying? Here's here's, here's a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> um, Here's your month's salary. There's not a lot in here. It's fifty dollars, dude. Except for twines, bro. <laughs> that was the first thing I looked at. Okay. <laughs> so okay, it's sixty bucks. We get you a pocket vest. It's like buy a nice vest. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that much. All right. And what size? Uh. What size wad of cash did you, you pull this money day? off of? I didn't. Are you in modern day? Oh, oh yeah. Go backwards. <laughs> oh, she's she's looking at money. I mean, binoculars is almost thirty dollars. Right. So you can buy binoculars and some. Okay, also, you're looking at binoculars, binoculars today? No, I'm looking at binoculars no, back then. I'm saying binoculars today are much cheaper. Wheelchair, $40. There we go. Okay. Fucking wheelchair. I mean, it's, how it's much not is all a, that great of a thing. It's, how it's much is cool, a wheelchair? But... It's 
That's forty dollars. No, like in modern day though. Two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks, four hundred yeah. bucks. No. Yeah. Yes. That, that, yeah, four hundred dollars if you're talking about a whole shit ton of extra shit. Things added onto it. Our so standard wheelchair is about like one fifty. Right, man. <laughs> this one's made of wood. <laughs> Hand turned wheels. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bath chair. Okay. I say, I mean, it was it wasn't a small, but it wasn't like massively large. It, it was but. enough, but it's not okay. Fine. Let's continue. Choke on your caviar. <laughs> <laughs> Which she puts on top of everything. <laughs> because she's just like, I need a little salt. And she <laughs> caviar and puts it on shit instead of salt. Our characters are going to get along fantastically here. <laughs> totally going to end up poisoning your caviar. Like, fuck this bitch. <laughs> Apparently we can get hold of a folding wheelchair on eBay for sixty dollars. Thank you. But it's probably you. Oh, yeah, only, yeah, it's on eBay. <laughs> I wonder whether I want somebody else's used folding wheelchair. That is pretty terrifying. Like a pretty basic wheelchair is gonna cost you like at least a hundred dollars, and that's like looks pretty shady, shitty wheelchairs. Too. <laughs> Why are we talking about the wheelchairs? Because it was the closest thing I could find in price to what you guys are talking about. Alright, well, what are you doing? There's windows on the outside. Oh, okay. But they're, they're, they're second floor, so it's not, yes. not going to matter anyways. Okay. Right. Also, uh, if you go climbing, someone is going to notice that. Apart from the fact that what is your climb skill? 20. Are you good at climbing? I uh, don't know. I mean, I'm okay, but not... She's not, super... She's fucking bad. She's bad. <laughs> okay. Um, like a blackout. I mean, I, I went. I got. I got dressed down from traveling, so I'm looking. I'm trying to blend in with the locals. So I put on some just just basic generic. Uh, she just puts on her three hundred dollar dress. See, yeah, like, I want to see what she thinks blending is. <laughs> she puts on her. I've traveled. I've traveled a lot to many different countries. So I think I've got some. Bear, some Are you generic. wearing a pith helmet? <laughs> I think this game is just going to be us shitting on Leah as well. I think it is. You fucking bourgeois asshole. It kind of seems like the shape it up being most of the game. How much, Sorry, Leah. How much twine is that wheelchair worth? Find it. I sit, while we're waiting on Leah, I sit at the table sharpening my guillotine blade. <laughs> But I can sense it. Jesus. This might be necessary. Something bougie this way comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, but, but no, I, I do have some generic clothing. Okay. Um, specifically because I did look into a little bit of the area. Generic clothing. Yeah. Well, I can't generic. look rich. You're probably wearing an exact replica of like Peruvian <laughs> national wear, made out of wool. Translator's name again? Oh, Jose. Here we go. Wow! Jose! This boy! Boy! Gasso! Gasso! 
Oh, are you gonna are you gonna cover him in jam too? <laughs> this is gonna be your jam boy. There's the jam reference. Hey. Always jam. People were missing the jam reference. Probably. Now you feel so jet off now. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. So. Okay. So I've, I've dressed down. Um, You've dressed down. Yeah. So then I'm I'm gonna head to the. Uh, okay. You arrive and everyone's really drunk and can barely talk. No. A fucking hour, really? They're just being shots. Of, like, I mean, she time. might be because she took like two like, double fists in that shit. Well, apart from that, her con's only 15, so <laughs> she can get drunk pretty quick. I'm a lightweight. <laughs> uh, you arrive, it is obvious which table it is. At the table, there is a raggedy looking gentleman, a pale looking gentleman, an African American gentleman, a rather tall lady, and a. Uh, an obvious Courtney. A man with a silly moustache. So I'm going to introduce myself. My name is... Uh, <coughs> the gentleman stand up, except for the raggedy gentleman. Do you stand? Uh, absolutely not. I just waited a fucking hour. You were drinking. You were fine. You 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 must be... Um... I, I am Mercedes Grim Walker, and this is... Uh... I, I got this pleased to meet you, Ms. Walker. Thank you. And, and I have brought along a friend of mine. Um, I believe it's like Javier or... or... He steps of. around and says, I, I'm Diego. Okay. <laughs> he says, okay. <laughs> um, he looks at you and uh, Diego is your... He's traveling with me to help me get to know the area. Ah, a local guide. Yes. Very good. That's what we were going to uh, have to look for one, but uh, if you've already acquired one, uh, Diego, you're welcome for dinner. Wait, is Diego a guide? He knows a lot about the area. I thought he was just a translator. He's trying to be a journalist. He's actually quite well up on the area. Okay. (laughs) He's he's from like Chile. Just just some guy (laughs) passing through. Some lady threw four hundred dollars at him, so he's like, "I'll be anything you want, (laughs) man." So it's taking his pants off. Oh, not that. Oh, sorry. He's an American. I mean, mean, why not? So uh, we are all here. Welcome, welcome. It is uh, it is good to see you all. I do hope they run into Diego's cousin, Dora. What the fuck is Dora? Dora, Dora the Explorer. Really? Yeah. Dora the Destroyer. Oh. That's a horrifying reference right there. Dora the... Well, that's what happens when you pull Diego out your ass. Y'all know, y'all know Dora, but not Godfather 2. <laughs> That is a really that's, that's, that's legitimate a, point. That's that's what happens when you have older gamers who just have kids now. <laughs> Their entire life has just been like dumped out the back so they can change diapers and things. The stuff. Feed things. things. Feed things. I don't, know, I don't know what people do with children. Eat them. Hurl them off a bridge? I mean, you are in South America. <laughs> yeah. uh, wait, wasn't, uh, wasn't Green Inferno in Peru? Yes, I believe it might have been Peru. Uh, Green Inferno, is it? Maybe? Cannibal Holocaust in Peru? It's down that way. So, uh, shall we order dinner? Lovely. I've eaten here previously. I I heartily recommend the Escobash. What's Escobash? It is um, a fish dish. It is uh, hot and sweet and sour. It is a specialty of this place. It is in Peru. Hey, Green Inferno, that's what you've got looking forward to you in the out, Outer Lands. Try to keep them alive and yourself sane. And I 
I was thinking about food, but I was like, I don't know. 120 twine. <laughs> Twines. No, she, she just called it twine. So twine. I was like, okay, yeah. Three twines. Three, three, three twine. <laughs> I guess we could eat some quinoa? I don't know anything about Peruvian food. Neither do I, so let's just assume you order something okay. tasty. I was like, I was like, what about a nice pozole? I was like, oh wait, that's Mexican. Yeah, I don't know anything about Peruvian I'm sure they've got an equivalent dish, right. probably. But, um... Everybody's interviewed to everyone, introduced to everyone, and their dinner is reasonably pleasant. Um, if Leah were back, we could roll psychology for her, but she's not. She's just about <laughs> So, you know, she shows up late and immediately just goes... walks off yeah. for a bit. <laughs> Tries to break into our rooms. Right. What? Yeah. Make me a psychology check if you'd be so kind. Same too? Yeah, same dice. Yeah, you keep rolling in the high 90s. That's a great... What? What? It only has nines on it. I can't tell the difference between the nine and the six. Would it have mattered? Do you have yes, s- it would have mattered. Do you have over six? I wouldn't have failed the fucking... Um... We can't tell the difference between the nine and the six. On which die? Which die? There's a five. Okay. So the six is opposite the what? Seven? No, the nine's by the five. Yeah. Because all the odds are six by the Oh, 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 right, right. So all odds together and all these together. Okay, gotcha. I gotcha, okay. Um, Did you succeed? For for what? Psychology. Psychology. No, for once in my life, I'm actually rolling everything high. Woo! Congratulations! I think the key is you're still rolling like crap. You ordered dinner. Huh? You have ordered dinner. And it's on you. Well, <laughs> actually Larkin's paying, but he's probably using her money. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, uh, to the plan. Uh, we, we are going to head up into the Highlands. Uh, we, we, we're going to locate the site of a lost pyramid and recover some valuable artifacts. Hopefully it will make us all famous and wealthy. How famous? I guess it depends on the artifacts, but I suspect quite famous. Maybe. I mean, the artifacts that we found so far is uh, he, he pulls, he reaches down into a bag by his chair, and he puts out a couple of artifacts that uh, shine like old gold. Who gets to keep the artifacts at the end of this exhibition? I'm sure we will come to some agreement as to an equitable split. At the I mean, time? Well, it depends. Not We're not going to go forward and sell them, of course. We'll be Selling them to a museum or something and then splitting the profit. They belong in a museum. They belong in a museum. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I brought these these items. Uh, they're, they're from near Puno. Um, an alpaca farmer found them. Uh, claimed his grandfather had recovered them from tunnels near a pyramid high in the mountains. Uh, apparently, the, they said the grandfather never returned to the site because of uh, superstitious fear. But uh, he told his family that there were other treasures in the tunnels around the pyramid. Um, he puts down a how is he bringing a cup and some kind of flat, um, like a, it looks like a necklace pendant maybe. Interesting. 
the pendant is in the form of a man holding two rods or staves, embellished with rectangular shapes. The golden cup is carved with geometrical patterns and circles and inlaid with turquoise. Anyone like to make me a psychology tech check right now? Yeah, and can you describe the pendant again? What's the main shape of it? I, I heard the square. square. The pendant itself is square. Psychology checks? Yeah. Is it blood? No. <laughs> no, definitely not. Okay. Anyone like to make me an archaeology check? Uh, yes, I would. I mean, everybody can. No. Even worse. <laughs> Boy, I'm doing really good on these high rolls. <laughs> uh, I can do spot hidden. Would you that can. Help? Only if somebody's hiding something and you're looking for hidden things. I'm always looking for hidden things. Right, but in this case, there's nothing in it. It's a restaurant. So, okay. Spot hidden is for searching a place. Like physically looking for things. Okay. You're searching the restaurant. <laughs> you're looking for... I'm here! Jose! <laughs> oh my god, you're terrible. One! You're like this bougie, terrible lady. How did you do that? <laughs> like, did you see the chat? <laughs> which part of the Read chat? that shit! It's a little known fact that in the 1920s, Peru's unit of currency was the twine, and <laughs> the only coin ever made from hemp. It was abandoned in 1929 when citizens tired of fishing out wads of wet twines that had merged in their pockets after getting caught in the local monsoons. Holy shit. <laughs> Brother Squirrel is not helping. <laughs> <laughs> what? I gave him like 150 twine. So, uh, do, do you have any questions about the expedition? How dangerous is it? I hope not very, but I mean, we are going out into a reasonably remote location, high in the mountains. I expect some potential for altitude sickness, potentially. How, how likely are we to run into cannibal tribes? I hear there's some around here. I think mostly from what I hear, they're down in the Amazon Basin. We're going up into the mountains. Okay. So hopefully we should be far from that kind of thing. Okay. Any type of equipment that you would suggest that we bring along that would help with this venture? Well, I've organized three trucks full of equipment that should be taking oh. us up there. So, I think I have everything covered. Unless you'd like to bring in everything, you're welcome to bring anything you see fit. Damn straight. <laughs> Damn straight. How much Peruvian flute music will we be listening to? <laughs> I'm sure there's... Oh, is this annoying you? Yeah. I'm sure there's some that we'll hear, but... Yes. Uh, <laughs> Little known fact, my character is a master of Peruvian flute music. Ah, Jesus. that's good. It's going to be a skill you'll be able to roll successfully. <laughs> Yes, let me just write that down here. So, um, I guess what kind of clothes do they picture us wearing? What do we need to show up with tomorrow? I, I would recommend um, some reasonably sturdy outdoor wear. If, if you can't, if you have not brought any with you, we can provide some. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. I got this dress. Uh, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> she says from under her pith helmet. <laughs> <laughs> She's showing up in medieval armor. <laughs> <laughs> I got this! She's showing up with like four natives like carrying her. On <laughs> She's on a palaquin chair. <laughs> Which it's funny. 
Because, like, this is normally what your kind would do, right? My, my kind? Yes. You mean Europeans? The English. Oh, yeah, well, just show up and be carried around. We do have a flag. <laughs> At least it's going to be, eventually after Brexit, it's just going to be one potato <laughs> on a field of sadness. Oh. You have it coming. Apparently. Questions? Um, this is part of the investigative like nature of the game. Get like 20 pounds of oranges and I'm scared of scurvy. <laughs> we, we'll have, we'll have, we have plenty of food with us. And it's not that far. Okay. Well, my I, I am bringing... not high. Vitamin C is imperative. I am bringing a first aid kit. I am bringing a first aid kit. It's got a lot of survival here. It's got a lot of love. I need stuff to boost my immune system. So, <laughs> pretty, pretty sure I have that. Color. So, what is the historical importance of these artifacts that we may be finding? Well, uh, apart from the fact that they're made of gold and clearly of uh, great significance. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> he just felt peaked up right there, right? At that point, like hell. Golden artifacts. I mean, we don't need to give those to a museum. Well, maybe like not. the sparkly gold kind. Let's see what we find. I'm hoping that uh, looking at these great pieces that we have here, that we might find many more like this. And uh, how do you know that they're there? Well, I don't. I just heard that. How did you hear it? So um, I've been traveling the highlands of Peru for a while, and I uh, heard about a lost pyramid from an alpaca farmer, um, an Ernesto Molo. Um, he said his grandfather had found the site, taken some items, uh, this pendant and this cup. Uh, but went um, on to say that the site was cursed and a fearful place. I'm sorry, wait, what? It, it is superstition. It's I'm sorry, what? Well, he says it's a dark place. They're, they're farmers in the mountains. Uh, Are you scared of curses? thought you were braver than that, sir. You can stay behind. We'll, we'll collect the gold for us. I mean, it's generally just not having the basic... You went into a dark cave and there were noises and... You know, who knows? Who knows why? But uh, it was pure chance that uh, I met the farmer, and uh, I think that uh, all our good luck, uh, the first professional expedition to visit the pyramid, bring its story and treasures to the outside world. But it's cursed. Well, the farmer said, farmer's grandfather said so, but I don't think they hold trust. Well, since, since he's so obsessed with the idea of its curse, do they, do they give us any specifications as to what kind of curse would be on there? How many kinds of curses are there? You would are be you surprised, sir. A lot. A lot. Really? Did they say what kind of curse it was? No. I don't really hold much truck with that. I am a man of science. You know, I've traveled across this country from Bangor, Maine to to Seattle, Washington. You're in Peru, right? Sorry, I've traveled across the USA <laughs> from from Bangor, Maine to Seattle, Washington, and if there's one thing I've learned, it's that every superstition, every folktale, and every curse is grounded in some type of reality. I mean, it's possible, but I mean, it could just be a scared old man. Well, what was the story he was telling you? He just said that his grandfather found these in a place he said was cursed. Okay, so that's all we're going to get from him. Damn alpaca I mean, farmers never give us any good information. It's a story from somebody's grandfather. I mean, we do have an author in our group. I'm sure she would like to write about some of the superstitions in the area. There's a lot of research that could be done there. I have done a little research myself into the area and find this place and locate it and make certain it is the correct place. So, What kind of terrain? Are, how far away is this again? It's it a little way. Um, it's going to take more than a day, more so than a day we, of travel. We will, we will travel to the city of Puno 
on the shores of Lake Titicaca. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Uh, once we get the, uh, I plan on hiring some pack animals. What lake was that again? Lake Titicaca. <laughs> once we get there, I plan on uh, picking up some pack animals and uh, stocking up with fresh food. And then we will make the journey to the pyramid. Uh, it should be no more than four days across country. We have feminine products. <laughs> I'm sure you can find those for yourself, madam. Can I? I hope so. I, I wouldn't know where to find. I could get. Um, I could probably find someone. Hey, we got tampons. Tampons. Tampons over here. We send Diego out. Right. Diego, I'm up there. So bad. You never send. Okay, if you're sending a maid out for tampons, you have to be very specific about what you need. It's a blue box. Well, you get like, like just armful of I didn't know which one you wanted. That's fine. In the 1920s, how many brands were there? <laughs> Two. Two. The rough one and the smooth yeah. one. Get a diva cup. It's the 1920s. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I think we're ready then. I don't think there's anything. Do you think we're ready? Well, I don't I so, can't think of anything else. My, my plan is to leave Lima for Puno early in the morning of Monday. Okay. Wait, what's today? It is uh, Wednesday. No. Is it Wednesday? What did I think it was no, Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday. It is March 18th, which, according to my vast brain and calendar, would make it um, Friday. So we're just going to be here for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we just leaving tomorrow morning? It takes a while to organize trucks and supplies. Well, why the fuck are we here three days early? Well, I figured we might want to get acclimated to this place and uh, mm-hmm. of course. learn some things. Mm-hmm. Maybe do a little wandering around the streets of Lima before we set out. Get your supplies ready, make sure everything's here. Also, I wasn't okay. sure that everybody could make it all exactly the same okay, time. Okay, okay. So we have three days to bum around. Gotcha. Yes. But... March 18th, 1925 was a Wednesday. Really? Yep. What was March 21st, 19... No, it's 1921, dude. Oh, I thought it was 19... Oh, no, the next part. The the next part starts. Aren't we meeting March 18th? Wasn't that... 1921. March 18th, 1921. This is the prologue. It was on a Friday. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I thought it was 1925. No, you're in 21 on the road. I was was in the, the further game, which takes place in 25, right? Yes. Okay, I apologize, I skipped ahead. You did, you're ahead. You're already in New York. Yeah. Um, throughout the whole conversation, you notice that uh, Luis de Mendoza sits quietly. He just nods occasionally when um, Larkin speaks. Um, Why isn't Luis de Mendoza talking? He's just an aide. You don't expect him to speak necessarily. Well, he looks is, creepy. He does look a bit creepy. He looks a bit raggedy. This is the thin man? Mm-hmm. He's the thin man. No, the thin man in the big suit is Larkin. Okay. He looks like he's lost a lot of weight recently and he's very gaunt and drawn. Um, no, I thought Louis Mendoza was a gaunt man with brown hair and eyes. His yes. are all frayed and he's wearing a black white ring. Correct. Okay. But he was saying the thin man, as in... Thin, as in he'd lost a lot of weight. Yeah, again. that was Larkin. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, that Jesse Hughes. He also sits and listens. Are too too big for him. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, Jesse Hughes is. How many people are we? No, Jesse lost weight. No, Jesse Hughes is the guy in a linen suit with a pipe. 
No, you said that was Augustus. You said that was one of them. No. She well, got Augustus it written down. I have it written down. But I have it recorded. Augustus, and I literally read it directly out of the book. So, so Augustus Larkin is the one that's lost a lot of weight recently. Okay. And looks like he's a little bit pale and peaky. So he's greasy blonde hair? Mm-hmm. Greasy. Augustus Larkin? Mm-hmm. Plays black. No. Hughes is black. Who knows what these books are going to turn out like when she finally gets to writing them. <laughs> I want a piece of that. Please. I know why uh, she got confused. Um, when you said that it was, the cig- <laughs> it was the cigarette lighting part. Yes. And you said the black guy lit it. Yes. But then immediately started talking about Larkin. Yeah, that's talking. probably what did it. Because the Larkin doesn't smoke, or doesn't have a lighter with him. Right. Okay. But, um, Hugh smokes... He's the one who smells like expensive cologne. Correct. Hugh smokes a pipe, so he has a lighter with him. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, babe. It's like a big flat thing. It's tortilla. Buñuelo. It's a what? Buñuelo. 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 What does that mean? Tortilla. Dessert. It's just a type of dessert. Mm-hmm. 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 Any more chit chat? Mm-hmm. I think we're um. Does he recommend any places to go to and and just kind of see around this this, this uh, little city that we're in right now to to get a feel for the area? There are lots of places to a, to a health yeah. spa and eat a lot of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to keep your uh, your electrolytes up. You're just gonna come out in like a bee suit with mosquito netting over it. Where do you guys? Drinking, drinking gin and tonic. I just doused myself in alcohol. Well, what was the movie with uh, Bogart, the the Amazon Queen, or where they drank gin and tonic to keep the mosquitoes away? There, it was. Um, I think it was like Bogart. Ernest Borgnine and Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. And Hepburn got sick from drinking water. But Bogart did it because he was just boozing the entire time. That's funny. No, I'm, I'm asking you for recommendations of places to go around here. There are plenty of places. There are museums here you can potentially look at. There are um, a lot of places for uh, shopping if you're interested in that kind of thing. There's a lot of local artifacts and art you could purchase. Many craftsmen. You can go buy some art while you're here. Craftsman. Fucking get some shit made. Rich lady. I mean, you can come with me. No. Buy some toys. <laughs> no. I'm buying fruit and going to a health spa. <laughs> <laughs> no. I they had health spas in the 1920s. I think they've got sanitariums. I mean, I'm sure Peru, Lima, the African some type of like healing <laughs> waters, mud rituals. Mud rituals. Thing. Human sacrifice. Possibly, but you know, <laughs> the the blood of the young bathes over my face. Beauty <laughs> regimen sounds great. Actually, yeah. here, apparently here in starts the horror. Oh, is there the, is there anything the else? Tampon. Hmm? Is there anything else that, uh, that we need to know about this trip or expedition or anything that you uh, still need to tell us we haven't asked about yet? <laughs> That's a good question, isn't it? <laughs> is there any other any of the clues we forgot to ask you about? Just go ahead and tell us everything else, please. That'd be great. 
I don't think so. Uh, other than uh, if you are, you're free and you're on recognizance to wander the streets, uh, be careful. There are certain areas of Lima that you probably don't want to get caught in at night. I'm sure uh, Diego can help you with that. Have you? Uh, so terrible. And if you'd be so kind as to meet me Monday, March 21st, um, at 8 a.m. outside the Hotel España. Great. I'm ready at 7. That means Spain in Spanish. España. <laughs> Amazing. Wait, do I, need to, do I need to make a language check? No. Do I know what España means? If we need to contact you um, prior to Monday, do you have a way? I'm at that hotel. You're That's at where hotel. I'm staying. Okay. Yes. Okay. Hepburn got dysentery. What? Oh, really? And during the African, because she drank only water, because she was disgusted with how much booze they were drinking. Yeah. Wow. And that was her mistake. Uh, it said Bogart lived off of imported Scotch whiskey, baked beans, and canned asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> they said when a fly bit him, it died. <laughs> Mercedes will be two hours late and dripping with pearls. <laughs> Diego's. Diego's pearls. That's disgusting. Oh, God. <laughs> skeet, skeet. Um, You continue to talk and finish up your dinner. And after a while, Larkin suggests that it is, uh, he's feeling a little under the weather and that he needs an early night. Um, if anyone can make me a spot hidden check or a medicine check. Spot hidden. Spot hidden. Ooh. No! Three. Oh, three. Yep, rolled three. Check the box. It. Hmm? I can see it. You succeeded? I succeeded. You may also check the box. You both noticed that lock in while the conversation has grown, gone on has grown noticeably paler and sweatier, mm. and his hands have begun to tremble. That's not a good start to this trip. If anybody wants to make me a medicine check, and that will the two of you that have seen it. Yeah. Um, first aid? Medicine. Are you serious? Uh-huh. My medicine is one. How can I be good at first aid and have one for Roll medicine? first aid. Jesus. But you need a better success than a straight one. No, okay, I rolled 33, so... Which is, does that meet your hard success? No, my hard success is 25. And you fail. I failed. Dude, you don't look so good. You might want to see a doctor. I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Now, wait. If she said that, then wouldn't I then notice it? As sure, well? roll me medicine. Oh, I'm gonna lose, but at least I know. At least now that I've noticed that he's... Do you mind if I ask... If it's catching, I don't mean to be rude, but oh, no, I don't no. have the best constitution. It's fine. I was a little sick before coming here, and I'm just recovering from it. Oh, what'd you have? Hmm? What did you have? I believe it was a type of influenza. Mm-hmm. But I'm no longer contagious. Influenza is very contagious. <laughs> well, be careful. He's not influenza. is very contagious. I douse my body in vodka. <laughs> <laughs> what a paranoid you are about getting sick. <laughs> Rightfully so. Um, De Mendoza helps lock in out and they both leave the restaurant. Alright, so uh, did anyone else notice that the 
you know, the, our, our wonderful guide here is really fucked up. Yeah. They're looking like he's maybe on his deathbed. Yeah, kind of notice that. Almost like he's been cursed. It's not a curse. I ain't no curse. Opium addiction. Is that opium addiction? Yeah. Oh. It says Jesse Hughes. Who still sat at the table with you? Oh, he didn't leave either? Oh. oh Sounds okay. like a way I can manipulate him. I like it. Looks like he's uh, got a pretty serious habit. You know, the strange thing is I feel better about the adventure knowing he's just an opium addict and not cursed. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, alright, let's buy some opium. Let's be his backup buddies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, should we get him some opium? Do we need to... If he's traveling, he's probably got plenty. Do we need to get him square? Like uh, I don't think we're going to manage that. Is that probably because of um, Miss Miss Grimwalker arriving so late? He didn't expect to get back to the hotel till this uh, this point. It is not my problem. Why you gotta mess with the junkie? <laughs> it is not my problem. He's a junkie. I feel like it's all of our problem that he's a junkie. I would agree with that statement. Addiction is a very serious issue. I mean, not really. Not 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 in the 1920s. Pretty sure addiction was uh, was fairly commonplace and rather acceptable in most circles. So, um, uh, might I suggest a drink at the bar? Get to know each other better. Seems like we're going to be most of the heavy lifting on this trip. Yeah. You mean Opium McGee's not going to do much heavy lifting? Well, no, and it looks like his his aide is going to be doing most of the lifting of him, and so I suspect we're probably going to do a lot of the work. Alright, let's get some beers. Okay. Uh, you, you retreat to the bar. This is Augustus talking to us? No, Augustus this is gone. This is Jesse Hughes. Jesse. Jesse was the one that wasn't saying anything. He is right. the African-American gentleman. Alright, but he would sit there in silence the whole time. We he talking. was just listening, yeah. yes. He wasn't as disengaged as um, De Mendoza was. Okay. So. So what was up with uh, that other guy not saying a goddamn thing? Well, he seems to. Does he speak English? Yes. Okay. I've heard him talk. He's very um, taciturn, shall we say. How long have you been working with this, with this group of people? I'm here like you. I joined the expedition based on that article I saw in the newspaper. No, okay. I'm a folklorist. Why? I'm here interested in stories. Oh, me too. Do, do I have stories to tell you? Right? Yeah. So what do you think of this trip? You think it's going to be prosperous? Oh, I think I'll find a way to make a dollar or two. Mm-hmm. I'm looking more through the adventure and experiencing something new. Very good. And our benefactors? Our uh, associates? What do you think of them? What do you think of them? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I mean... I feel like this is a very one-sided conversation. I'm just interested. Likewise. I'm figuring out, you know. I've seen them in the society pages, Ms. Grimwalker. You, um, always seemed like the type that, uh, would adventure occasionally, but I never thought this would be up your, your way. Well, sometimes everyone just needs to change the pace. I wholeheartedly agree. It's uh, definitely something that uh, I, I myself would uh, agree with. So what folklore is you looking for down here, Jesse? 
there are a lot of stories around this area. Oh yeah, like what? Well, let me be frank with you. I am suspicious of this whole operation. I don't really trust our, our friends. I believe that um, he may be leading us into danger. What type of danger? Dangerous kind of danger. What, what well, leads you to have this yeah, uh, feeling? Well, is it that just say I'm doing some research for a new book? I'm not really a folklorist. I'm more of an investigative journalist. And um, my name's not really Jesse Hughes. It's uh, Jackson Elias. You may have heard of me. Nope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think those were fair responses from our characters. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I love your work in the New Yorker. <laughs> He writes novels. Those famous New Yorker novels. What's the real topic of the novels? Let me tell you all about Jackson Elias. I'm, At least what you I'm know trying to figure out if, if it's someone I've heard of before, if it aligns with any of my, uh, my uh, specialty areas. His best known book is called Sons of Death. So possibly it could fit into the occult. So maybe Ex- I have heard yes, of him. Yes, that's fair. It could be an occult. Okay, so have yes, occult. So, oh yes, Jackson, I've heard of you. I probably don't know who he is. He specializes in books about strange and violent cults. Um, his best-known book is called *The Sons of Death*, exposing modern-day thuggies in India. So, uh, if you think this this trip's gonna be dangerous, why are you going on? Is it the cannibals? Well, Do we have to worry about the cannibals? Well, I think it... No, I don't think so. Well, I don't really know yet. I expect there's some cult operating in this area. I've been investigating Larkin for some weeks now. He's been here for a while, and I've been following them around. I've spent some time traveling around the area near Lake Titicaca, <laughs> looking for evidence of uh, what I believe to be a death cult that has been in this area for centuries. A death cult? Oh, what I specialize in, yes. The fuck is a death cult? Sacrifices, uh, rituals. You know, like the Thuggies in India from my book, Sons of Death. I thought Jackson Elias died at the start of this adventure. What? Is this a prequel prequel or something? Shh! What? Yes, it's the prequel from the seventh edition of the book. This is Peru, the prequel, prior to New York. Great! Now I'm not invested in knowing this person. Who cares about this guy? Fucking spoilers! (laughs) Who was that? Who said that? Who spoiled the entire game for me? Are you spoiled? Yeah, I quit. (laughs) You can do that too. No, there's no that was the anymore. only character oh. I was invested in knowing right? at all. Well, you'll get to know him a little better. Is that because he's a investigative <laughs> journalist? <Oops. laughs> That's sweet. I like there's there's one POC and they kill off. Yeah, there's, there's one nice NPC for you, and he's he's yeah. Uh. Racist. So, 
<laughs> racist. So. <laughs> it's a great start. It's all good. It's, it's well known within the world of this game. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So our lack of knowledge here is actually doing so. It's doing a great service. It would okay. have surprised you greatly, I'm sure. Um, so I, um... <laughs> Or you, you chat people, you, you keep your, your comments like that to yourself, okay? Hey, maybe you can prevent his death. Maybe <laughs> something tells me we're not going to. Has anyone ever told you you have the specter of death looming over you? Yes. He does he does Often. put himself in positions where death cults think he's a bit of a jackass. <laughs> I mean exposing death cults probably isn't the safest of professions. In fairness, I could see like you assume small tribal death cults aren't going to read your book. Really? Especially if they've got the name in the title or whatever. Oh, titles, no. titles, titles, titles. So, I followed Larkin for a while. He uh, tried to convince some locals around Puno to explore the pyramid, but um, was unable to find anyone willing to accompany him. Because of the curse. Well, yeah, they're afraid of the place. What is the curse? I don't know. They're just afraid of the place. You don't know what the curse is. You study a cult and you don't know what the curse is. Some people in Puno warned me that Di Mendoza was a, a curaceri. They believe in like a vampiric monster from folklore. It's ludicrous, but I think that's what they associate with the pyramid. What does the vampire around here die from? What's their vulnerabilities? I have no idea. I researched it a little. They're, they're like um. I think that they, they obviously don't exist. I mean... Of course, but let's say if they did... The stories probably started when the conquistadors came in in the 16th century. Some kind of man coming in and taking all your things. Um, I believe that they are purported to suck the fat from their victims. Awesome! <laughs> let's start a clinic! Yeah! <laughs> I'm like, I got a whole nation just ready for you, Brez. Come oh. to the US of A. Oh my god! <laughs> I like this. Honestly, I'm amazed the writers of this adventure are expecting the NPCs to survive long enough to be in this, to die in the sequel. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to point out the obvious, but you got a guy that's supposed to suck fat, mm-hmm. and a Guy who clearly lost a lot of weight recently. I don't think it's like that at all. I just think that there, uh, there's some kind of... I suspect that they're somehow related to this cult and that they're attempting to draw people into it. I just wanted to warn you. That's very sensible. I don't trust it. this Dave Mendoza guy. It's all right, he'll die soon anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like everyone else, you mean. <laughs> I, uh, I have an appointment tomorrow at uh, the National University of San Marcos, uh, no, at, uh, to speak to Professor Nemesio Sanchez. Texas State University? Of the National University of San Marcos. Um, he was interested in joining the expedition, but Larkin completely ignored him. Really? Yes, he's an When, when are you going to go talk with him? Tomorrow. Can we go with um, you? He believes he has some old documents and artifacts related sure. to the site at the university. Can I take along? Of course. You're more than welcome. I would happily recommend you all come. Um, yeah. Perhaps you would, uh, tomorrow afternoon, we'll go and see him. Sounds good. Fat vampires. But, um, yes, he, he was ignored completely by Larkin when he applied, and... Uh, it is interesting because he is well known as an expert in these things. Hmm. Think about yeah. it. Larkin kind of sounds like 
Lardkin. It's all coming together. Why are you here? Uh, I needed to leave the country for reasons you don't need to know about. <laughs> Boy, that's exciting. Uh, Why are you here? We've, we've just we've just spawned the term fat pies on the uh, on the chat. <laughs> There's a mix of fat and va- fat vampires. I assumed either that or you know a ritualistic fire made <laughs> by just a fat fueled by yeah, a lard. That's pretty funny. Fat pyre. That's, pretty That's funny. with a Y. That is pretty funny. Oh my god. So I, I honestly believe that Larkin and Mendoza are probably involved in this cult. Um, I'm not sure how it relates to the pyramid specifically, but I suspect that that might be the focus of their operations. Well, um, I think our, our observation of uh, Mr. Larkin's name here is really going to shed so much light on this situation. Thank you so much for your input. Mr. I'm sorry, what was your name again? This is Hughes. But no, I'm not Jackson. I'm AJ. I bet you are. Yes. At this point, it yes, would be good yes. if you went around and described yourselves. Oh, that's, that's probably a good point. I'm AJ. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh my god, yes, do it, do it, do it. My name's AJ. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Walk on Coney Island. Why, why do you sound like um, <laughs> Ashcan <laughs> Pete when Scruffy you play Arkham mm-hmm. They're not entirely different. <laughs> Look, there's only a few voices I've got. I've got newscaster, Jimmy Stewart, <laughs> and, and disheveled. <laughs> disheveled, I like that. So, so, so I, can, I can talk like this if you want. Don't do that. Uh, uh, I don't have a name. It's, uh, it was at the bank. Oh, My name's in Bob's house. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my God, yes, do it, do it. It's like the most ridiculous voice you have. You should definitely play with that one. <laughs> I could be I could be a cockney. <laughs> Introduce yourselves while we're finishing up talking to Jackson Elias. I'm AJ the Carney. I come from their land of carnivals. I do carnival stuff. So you need to know about me. <laughs> Maybe your home address so they could ship the body there. <laughs> there ain't nobody. No one ever found nobody. <laughs> Um, but I still need to leave town for a while. Hall, mm-hmm. your turn. Oh, God. I don't know if I can follow that one up. <laughs> Try. Right? <laughs> it's Try. not that difficult. Grimwalker or Walker? Uh, Grimwalker. So my name is uh, Mercedes Grimwalker. I'm a dilettante. Uh, I'm 45 years old, and I am from New York City. <laughs> Woo! Party yeah. lady. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I... I I do not have a sucky constitution, unlike our, the other woman in this group. Sorry. She'll be swooning a lot. That's all that's going to happen. She's going to be feeling the vapors. Oh, <laughs> the woman named Nat Wells. She guys. catches a whiff of Diego's musk and faints. Diego's musk. So while I'm fairly strong um, with a decent constitution, um, I am a rather small statured person. I'm not very tall, uh, or, or very large. Pretty good. Um, so what do you, what's your hair color? What do you look like? What if I know? That's your <laughs> decision. You can oh, decide oh, that on much? that, because it's your character. I will get back to you on that. Okay. 
Um, I specialize in archaeology. Uh, just generally pissing around with a lot of things. That generally pass the time. pissing around with a lot of things, so I can drive a uh, automobile uh, very well, which is which is not a common skill for the nineteen. No, but when you have a million dollars sitting around in Daddy's bank account, and uh, you know, excuse me, it's my bank account. My dad left it to me. Right. I'm naturally rich. <laughs> genetically rich. I'm genetically wealthy. <laughs> um, I, I have proficiency with quite a few different types of firearms. And um, I, uh, let me see, I, I've studied um, you know, a, a decent amount into the occult, which is mostly why I'm interested in being here. Um, See, I, I've got writing skills, and I'm pretty good at uh, spotting hidden items uh, around me. And in, in Sounds facilities. great. Yes. How about you, awful lady? I am an extremely tall, but thin <laughs> and often sickly. <laughs> it's okay. Constitution's not that important. Uh, I'm rather young. I'm only 19. This is kind of me setting off for adventure, but I've had a love for Greek mythology and just mythology. And came to find it in South America. Well, it just went out for it. It was the first opportunity I found when people were inviting and someone actually responded to my request to join them. So You're like, woo! I'm excited. I don't. I haven't published anything yet. This is going to be my first work. Ah, it's uh, good. I'm, I'm very excited. And your name is? My name is... I, I, I go by Letty Swansong. Letty Swansong. As my, my nom de plume. Nom de plume. <laughs> okay, very good. So, uh, Elias suggests that uh, you meet tomorrow and uh, we go to the museum. Um, 2 p.m. is his appointment at the Musee de Archaeologia e Anthropologia. I show up two hours early. Of the Universidad <laughs> Nacional Mayor de San Marcos. <laughs> I scouted it out thoroughly. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's alright. I've been here for two hours. <laughs> so, um, anything else you'd like to know? No, I think I'm okay for now. It is a little strange, a lot of the information you gave us about the, the stuff, but I don't really know what to do about it. And the library here is all in Spanish, so... You want to borrow my Javier? Not really. <laughs> I like how he's become a noun. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it at all. I think it's terrible. <laughs> Do not like the Game of Thrones Oreos. Are you allowed to eat Oreos as a vegan? Yes. They're vegan. That worries me somehow. Like they shouldn't somehow be vegan. Is that a White Walker Oreo? Yeah. Do they taste somehow different? No. They just got Game of Thrones stuff on them. This one tastes very cold. Uh huh. The cold Oreo. Mm-hmm. It's like misery and terribleness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tastes like a red wedding. So, um, Jackson Elias slash Jesse Hughes agrees to uh, suggests you all walk back to the hotel together and turn in. What, what exactly should we call you around every while? Should call I, you I Jesse or Jackson? You need to refer to me as Jesse in front of him. Okay. Um, I, I only tell you who I really am because I was concerned for all of our safeties. And we got him drunk. <laughs> That's what it was. I want to get into a drinking contest with a Peruvian. Really? You're going to get into a drinking contest with a Peruvian? I think I can take him. Probably can. I got 90 con. <laughs> right. So the one where they line up all the things and you got to like knock it back real quick. Like they do with the Indiana Jones first movie. 
That first movie. Like Marion's out drinking yeah. with a guy. They like you barely like pick up the glass. They're so drunk. First guy to fall off his chair loses. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so, you heading back to the hotel to turn in? Mm-hmm. You head back to the hotel to turn in. The following morning is Saturday, and it is your meeting um, Jesse slash Jackson at the um, museum or at the hotel, and then you on going on to the museum. Generally. We got the same music. You're currently at. Yeah, uh, move us to the museum, sir. Yes. Well, you're at the museum. We've been at the yeah. bar for forever. I can do. I can do the boarding house, which is where you are. Cool. That better. Ooh. A little bit boardingish. I feel so boarded. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you been boarded? It's I, so hard. It's because I lent her Javier. <laughs> I just sprinkled some caviar. Her name is Diego. <laughs> no. Was it? <laughs> you might as well just be like, no, your name's Toby. She has to decide what all of her names are. <laughs> so that's good. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's rich enough that she can name you now. <laughs> and naming privileges. That's how wealthy she is. That's right. <laughs> ah, you're wrong. You've been wrong for 30 odd years. <laughs> Sorry, but you strike me much more um, in, in the line of, like, I don't know. Kevin. I don't want to tell you what happened to the last rich person who thought they could push me around. But needless to say, I had to leave the country for a while. Did you, though? That's not why you're here. <laughs> I don't know. I think everything's going to have that reason. Yeah. None of your goddamn business. That is funny. <laughs> so, are you doing anything prior to meeting with... Jesse. Rubbing one out. <laughs> Just assume that happens a lot for ladies in the 1920s. Oh, yeah. Where are you? Where are you? I'm Where'd assuming, you go? I'm assuming that... that no, they Diego have to call those special doctors. Went home. Oh, yeah, that's right. People in sanitariums who rub one out for them. Mm-hmm. Jesus. No, really. Cool. It's where you get... Was it... Was it um, Hysteria. Mm-hmm. It was a cure for hysteria. Some, at some places. Other places would, like, rip your teeth out and stuff. So, yeah. You know. Just it was luck of the draw. Right? One of the cures for hysteria was to have a doctor rub you one out. Seriously? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Didn't they make a movie about that recently? Yeah, but it's actually a bit historically inaccurate. Uh-huh. So. Rubbing it out just, just wasn't done right. It was making it seem as if uh, vibrators were made for hysteria, and that's actually not the case. But it's a cool story. I can imagine that every time you feel a niche, you go to find a doctor. <laughs> so, All right. or a psychologist or whatever they were then. Alienist. Alienist. Just Freud doing cocaine and finger banging shit. <laughs> that's right, that's basically what was going on. So, are you doing anything that morning? I mean, is there anything to do? Have breakfast, egg pie, go shopping, what do you want to do? Egg pie. Egg pie. <laughs> I'll eat an egg pie because eggs are for eating, not for drinking. I would like to make a dragon. What? <laughs> what we're saying is you're not doing anything this morning. I'm just like, if, if all the possibilities are open, I'm going to a magical creature. <laughs> Kick a dragon, please. <laughs> I, mean, I might join her on that. That sounds pretty cool. If that's I mean, it's either that or get, either that or get eaten by, by, by fat pies, apparently. 
I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? That They're, sounds pretty good. They're just gonna eat my fat. I don't know. If during like your <laughs> turn, you you spent your entire turn making a stupid dragon that did nothing. That fire. Oh. <laughs> I guess you're all travel to the museum for a two o'clock appointment. Mm. My, my dragon was great, okay. You're I really liked my dragon. It's not my fault I actually had to go get a job. <laughs> Jesus. He's still got his collar on. Yeah. yeah. Is it one of those breakaway collars? Yeah. He's, been he's, already, he's already had it off four times. I've lost three of those. <laughs> yeah. He, he literally sits there and you saw him do it. He stiffed both his paws up and just he's pushes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he sat up and he just went and just popped it off. Wheeze! Come say hi to the people. Wheeze. Wheeze. I assume Wheeze mine lost sleep. his collar because the collar was doing exactly what it's supposed to do. <laughs> Breaking away. Yeah. Right? So stop him being hung on something. Because he's a fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what, what's, what's, what's the other do? I wanted to go to some of the museums and look around. Yeah, uh, I'm about to have an appointment at one. What? It's all morning, dude. Yeah. Get up you at like go six. look around that museum. Huh? You're going to go six? Of course I did. What do I do? I like to go to the local witch doctor. <laughs> really? Yes. Are you going to tell them that you're in love with someone? Because I know what their response will be. It's not, no. It's not love anymore. <laughs> it's going to be ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, ting, <laughs> Cool. <laughs> um, there, are, there are people who do, there's actually a doctor's here, if that's what you're looking for. Like medical doctors? No. <laughs> no, no, no doctors, please. Thank you. More of That's the, how you get sick. <laughs> more of the kind of alternative medicine kind of people are going to be out in the kind of highlands and lowlands. And yeah, I was wondering if someone around in Lima might have like a great grandma from like the jungle or something, right? That she learned. Something. Go down the dark alleyway, turn left at like. Are you bor- borrowing Diego for this extensive <laughs> conversation? Turn left at the rotten skeleton. I guess I would need to. You would need somebody who I will, speaks I, the I, language. I will confer with the rich lady and her interpreter. Like, hey, I think we should maybe, like, investigate some of this occult stuff and find someone local who's, yeah. you know, who's with you. I actually, that, see, then I'll just go, yeah, take the tabs on it and just, since, since we have this morning to kill, let's, let's kill it. Let's do it. Okay, okay we, can, we can do that. We can do that. Right. What about Connie McConaughey? Uh, I have no thank you. I, I have no trust in Connie McConaughey. <laughs> That's great. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the cafe and play dominoes. Okay, you play dominoes. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. You. With, I, feel, I feel like I'm making the best use of my time. <laughs> uh, with Diego's assistance, you find. Javier? Uh, yes. <laughs> you find a building where there is an old lady sat yeah. outside of it. You know the fuck that part is? What? Yeah. You're gonna finally convert to calling him Javier, and I'm gonna change his name again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never call him Javier. It's a battle. It's the end. Battle wills. Um, the old lady sitting outside appears to be making some kind of stick doll out of twine. Perfect. Oh, I got the twine. Out of fifty twines <laughs> and uh, some sticks. She looks up. She's blind in one eye. Perfect. This is the other eye looks high with cataracts. That's right. She sacrificed her eye for knowledge. Right? Yeah, that's right. She nailed herself to a tree. We've traveled a long way and are going towards your ancient pyramids to see what we can find there. Is there any advice you might be willing to give us on where we're going? We're talking through Diego. Yeah. Don't go! Do not go! Why? It's dangerous out there. What's dangerous? 
Tell us everything you know. Ancient secrets. Ancient secrets. Not for you. It's is not for racism you. racism shit? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not for you. You will not understand. <clears throat> I can sell you a talisman. Keep you safe. That would be helpful. Yes. But also, I, we're going, so any information you have would be really useful. Where really are helpful. you going? We're going to the pyramid. Inside. There are lots under of the under pyramids. the tunnels. The the great pyramid on top of the mountain. There I described pyramids where... here. Which one? Whereabouts is this pyramid? I can give it as many details as you basically it's around it Puno, it's about four days front okay. of that. Okay. That's all he told you. Okay. Yeah, so it's somewhere around there. Ah, that place is not good. You don't do not go. Stay safe. Go home. How would I stay safe if I go there? Well, Any tips? There are Karasiri in that area. I hear rumors. Karasiri? You do not want them. That's the fat name part. They are dangerous. K-H-A-R-I-S-I-R-I. Karasiri. They will eat you. And you will die. Is there anything that they don't like to eat? Like silver, garlic? I do not know where they are. They are powerful. They are not really. What about holy water? Crosses? Silver? I think you can kill them like a normal man. They are just stronger. What about sunlight? That does not affect them, I do not think. Although... Uh, I could give you talisman. Yes, talisman would be great. Yeah. She stands up really slowly and stumbles into her house and comes back with a box. It's filled with various kinds of pendants. She kind of picks through them. This one, this for you. I kind of nudge my rich lady and I'm like, the 50 twines. <laughs> How much twine does a talisman give, cost? No, give her like too much so that she's extra nice to us. This is a witchy person. I feel like we should, if we're going to overload, over tip someone, wait, wait, so make it this lady. She she went into the back, right? Yes. Yeah. Can I like, yeah, yeah. Can I like search house. the area that she left us in to see if there's anything? You're sat outside. It's outside her house. Or she's sat on a bench outside her house. So? Mm-hmm. She's going to look around. Okay. Spot hidden. Thank you. I know what you're doing. 19. Hey, that's pretty good. What did you get? Did it pass? I mean, it passed the first level. So that would make it a hard success. Yeah. You can check the box if you haven't already. Good job. I have. And um, you look around, you see pieces of things lying on the ground under where she sat. Uh, Pieces of little bits of turquoise, little bits of silver, little bits of twines. Can I take that wall that up? It's just little little flakes of no, things. No. Clearly she's been making various I'm just talismans. gonna pay her with the stuff I've had. She's making various talismans here for a long time. She returns and sits slowly back down on her bench, rummages through her box and pulls out a talisman made of beaten silver and turquoise. This will protect you from the Karasiri. I mean, what kind of protection awesome. is this? It will keep them at bay. 
Thank you so much for your help. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Do not. She, she also holds out a hand. Mm-hmm. Do oh. not, and then holds out a hand? Okay, well, I'm not touching her. What does she want? She's holding out a hand for money. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So I like, Nudge, nudge. Okay. She looks at the money, he puts it in her like sweaty little pouch. Sweet. Here. Be careful, but I would not go. I would not go. If we did, do you have any recommendations for things that we should bring with? Don't, don't go. Yeah, she was just like, just do not. Why, why would you go there? It is dangerous, especially for, for, for ladies. You need to write a book. Ladies like, like yourselves. Why is this dangerous for ladies? Men yeah, are, I'm like men are, men are stronger and more were willing and able to ruggedly uh, survive in the mountains. I mean, that is pretty true. I just rub this. my titties and walk out. <laughs> <laughs> like that, liberated ladies of the 1920s. That's right. <laughs> Rubbing titties and walking out. Okay, you leave her. Anything else you're doing? Nick, you winning your dominoes? Um, <laughs> spot hidden for dominoes. Hidden for dominoes. <laughs> Play dominoes with fucking with the old Hispanic men. Okay, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. It's dominoes. Oh, I I mean, I'm not cheating. What? No. Okay. Just playing dominoes. Really, you're not cheating? Isn't that like your thing? I mean, it can be if I feel it's necessary. <laughs> it can be. I'm playing with like poor people in a cafe, oh, just right. killing time. Like, okay. I'm so, not. I'm not playing like at a high stakes poker table. Like, are you heading for uh, the Musée de Archaeologie et Anthropologie? Yes. Was that your attempt at French? <laughs> no, it was technically my attempt at Spanish, but <laughs> Museo you can't do Spanish at all. Because I did French, it's coloured my accent. I know, it's like, that's French, you're like, musée. Museo. Give me a Spanish for museo. 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 De archaeologia e antropologia. De. I'm not going like, de. De? It's de. not de, it's e. De. It's just a y. E. Oh, e. e. <laughs> antropologia. Um, museo... The archaeological e anthropologia. Hmm. Yes, like that. Valley. Yeah. So, are you heading that way, you guys? I mean, the two of us are. I'm <laughs> sure Nick will meet you there. Early. Yeah. Hmm? Hour early. An hour early. You try to get to there an hour early by faking the fact that it's later. You arrive. I'll get there. Oh. Gotta force Miss Late thing to also be an hour. Miss Late thing. Yeah. I'll get there about well, five minutes. Someone early. said there was like some craft people around. There's stores with craft things, yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it, um, Walking through the streets of Lima to get to the hotel uh, to get to the museum. Right. So we're passing by a bunch of them. Yeah. Okay. What um, is every shop and store we pass by? <laughs> right. That would be great. Wouldn't it though? Describe no. it. Sir. We do like the shopping episodes, don't we? <laughs> Just describe every single shop. I mean, I, I did bring some archaeological, like, basic archaeological tools with me. Um, Streets of Lima. But, it's, um, is there any, like, shops going by that you can see that does, that specializes with, like, these types of tools that I can go in and ask them for anything? Like what? What kind of tools? 
Antibiotics. Archaeological type tools. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, though, there are still when they still hardware stores, the brushes, um, the well, I, I, I brought a basic set with me. You'll be fine. Right? Okay. He says he's got equipment, so you should be okay. Yeah, but I don't trust him. Nobody trusts him. Right? Exactly. Trust him. He's just a sad little man with an opium addiction. Uh-huh. And vampires sucking the fat out of him. <laughs> Apparently and vampires sucking the fat out of him. Mm-hmm. Dude's cursed as fuck. <laughs> he's cursed as fuck. He's, he like wakes up in the morning and there's like six vampires sucking the fat out of him. Fuck this curse! Plus 500 pounds! But that's like every American's dream. Right. Waking up with six vampires sucking the fat out of him. Uh, what's that Doctor Who one with the little fat? Oh, oh that, that adipose. Adipose. Yes. yes. That's also just the American dream right just there. Just fat comes out of you. <laughs> Pretty nice. It turns into this cute little dude. <laughs> do Peruvians eat elote? Uh, I do not. Corn? Sure. Yeah. Wow. Of course show up eating elote. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you too good for elote now? You I'm arrived sure I'm too museum. good for a lot of things that you're accustomed to. Cool. It looks like the museum itself is a recent addition to the campus. It is a long two-story stone building painted dark yellow, fronted by the University Park. I mean, not to not to throw us off or anything, but this music does not go with the library. You're not in the it's library street. yet. Street. Oh. This is this is Streets of Lima. Oh oh oh! I thought we got there already. No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Never mind. Then, then, then you walking. arrive. He was describing. Gotcha. Yeah. Elias and Jesse oh, slash Jesse is waiting for you. Okay. Hello, buddy. Good old buddy. I thought that was Jesse. He got a high pitched voice all of a sudden. Oh, I'm not talking, talking about Weasley. Weasley? Is Weasley Weezing? Weasley is Weezing. Mm-hmm. Aww. I think he just. He did that thing the cats do where they put their nose against something, and I think he just stopped himself breathing. <laughs> okay. Ah, greetings. You're on time. Uh, back to early. This is good. Uh, if you come this way, um, Professor Sanchez is here. His office is on the ground floor. He walks through the main doors and leads you down um, an airy, tall-ceilinged corridor mm. with white walls. Mm. After a little way, he knocks on the door and uh, come in. is expressed and you enter. The room has white walls, shelves full of books and artifacts. Dominating the room is a large hardwood desk piled high with papers, books, and journals. The window is open to let the air in. Um, he turns and looks at you, and he looks a little surprised that uh, Jesse has brought someone with them. Some ones. Uh, gre- greetings. Uh, greetings, Jackson. Please take a seat. Uh, your friends are welcome. Sweet. So, how may I help you today? I assume Jesse was... Yeah, I assume Je- Je- uh, Mr. Jackson here was leaving the conversation. <laughs> this is his meeting. We're just tagging along. So, so uh, let, let me phrase this for my friends a little bit. Um, we've met previously, Dr. Sanchez and I, and uh, we debated why... Hold on. Oof. We debated why... Um, why Larkin had not accepted him as part of the uh, expedition. 
Can I close this window? That music is really distracting. Just in the distance. <laughs> like the distant sounds of terrible piping. Plugin flute music. Um, well, we have a suspicion that Larkin wants to loot the site without interference. And there's no legal restrictions in Peru to prevent foreigners from doing that. In fact, it does frustrate Dr. Sanchez deeply that we can just pick up stuff and take it home. But, uh, hmm. yeah. It's, uh, it's not good. But uh, he has some, some research on this area that I was going to talk to him about, and that's what we're here for today. So he nods at Sanchez. I, uh, I, I have, I have uh, things... Um, I have uh, not really, we've been researching to figure out the exact location of the pyramid. My, myself and uh, one of my students, she is uh, just getting the research now down in the storeroom for our meeting. Um, uh, she is uh, eager to go out and find this pyramid. I hoped that we could get out there and, um, what shall you say, uh, beat him? to the punch, so to speak. Get there before he's able to steal all of the goods from the place. Oh, 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 gotcha, we, never mind. We uncovered <laughs> an old document uh, dated to the mid-16th century, uh, written by a conquistador named Gaspar Figueroa. He uh, may refer to the site in question, but the document was very damaged and difficult to read. So Rizzo, uh, my, my assistant, uh, Trinidad, has been um, working on a summary that picks out the pertinent details. She is uh, almost finished, um, but has uh, just gone to look for a related artifact in the storeroom. So she should be along very shortly. I mean, wait, wait, so you, you guys wanted to come with on the expedition, right? Well, I, well, I applied, and uh, Trinidad and I applied to come. We are experts in this field. But he, he knows who you are? Yes. Does he uh, know who Trinidad is? Yes, I believe so. We applied. Has he ever met her? She is, no, I do, well, Larkin, well, I do not think so. Well, she can still come with them. No. I'll hire her on as an extra help. Maybe, possible. I mean, he knows me. It's possible he knows who she is, too. She sure he doesn't. I mean, if you're funding this whole thing, don't you get to say who goes and who doesn't? <laughs> I say who goes! Mm-hmm. You are funding some of this. Mm-hmm. Not all. Well, that's, I'm, I'm, I'd rather not deal with uh, having to argue with someone. I can just hire on his extra help, and he probably won't question that. It'll just be an additional local person who will be joining our group. This is uh-huh. maybe a good idea. It would be good to send someone I know and trust uh. them. So, so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. But I, part part, nice part of my involvement in, in this group is to learn more about uh, this, this the archaeological uh, aspects of it, some of the, the occult aspects. I don't particularly care about making wealth off of it. Right. So if, if you're more concerned in the preservation. Well, I would like the old things to end up in the museum and the site to be properly archaeologically excavated and uh, catalogued. Okay. I do not suspect that Larkin is interested in that. He looks like a man who is after money to me. So what you're saying is all these artifacts, they belong in a museum. That's so terrible. <laughs> yes, this museum particularly. But uh, Trinidad and I were... Uh, hoping to attend. Uh, 
He, he, he just flat refused. He, he did not interested in us, even though we are the local experts in this. <clears throat> do you have a fake mustache? What do you know about the... <laughs> Hang on, let's see if I've got a picture. I got one. Carazira. He do... <clears throat> Slim and dapper with neatly oiled hair and well-groomed beard, he wears glasses and is usually dressed in a suit when at the there, university. just shave and come with. All the more reason to put a, just put a fake mustache over the beard. <laughs> In a different color. So, Kinky and I, for her show sometimes, would do, like, old-timey jokes. Uh-huh. And she would put on a fake mustache, and I would do, like, a fake so mustache funny. right over my beard. That's pretty funny. Like a plastic one. <laughs> or, like, like a belt one. Oh, that's cool, by the way. Hmm? Especially because she's been, she's, she's more fluent with some of the, uh, some of the, uh... She is an extremely talented archaeologist. Can you tell us about the cars here? <laughs> Vampires, really? Yeah. Uh, they are. I'm sorry. Did you say vampires or fat pyres? You said fat pyres. Fat. Fat pyres. I do not believe in them. I am a scientist and rationalist. I've never seen any influence or any indication that would lead me to believe that they are real. Do you know anything about how to defeat them? What the legends say? Not really. I'm not into the stories. I study history and archaeology. What about your girl? She is also a. Story and archaeology. Trini. That's Trinidad. Hey there, Trini. Her name's Trinidad Rizzo. It is Trini. Trini. I'm sorry. You don't have. I would think that an archaeologist would know about the the folk tale. Yeah, yeah, the legends. I do not put much stock in that. The thing is, I mean, because yes, you don't, sometimes mean it's useful local. to explain things, and sometimes stories have roots in the truth, but it is not the truth. But we're asking what you know legend-wise. Okay, according to legend, the Carasiri are some kind of vampire that eats the fat of humans. They're said to roam the highlands and wander the place. Like, it, it their mouths be, are said to be razor-sharp It doesn't discs. have to be supernatural in order for people to actually be doing something of this sort. I agree with you, and there's all kinds of things. I mean, they, it may be some kind of cult-related, it may be a story from the past, maybe there was animal attacks and it was explained. Maybe there were actually groups of people doing this type of stuff. Not Again, not supernatural, but they may be following along with the folktales. I mean, so any, anything that's with these folktales that is a sense of defeating them may still be applicable because in their sense it would um, be something that they would, that be. would be... I love extreme. that you're mansplaining to the historian. That would be an extreme psychological problem. I mean, Jackson here has dealt with death cults for a long time. <laughs> Jackson believes it could be a death cult, and I understand that, and it is possible. I'm not saying it is not, but... Uh, Vampires, I do not put stock in how you defeat a vampire. I would suggest that you shoot him in the face. <laughs> like the way you think. <laughs> I'm not saying a stake through the heart or drowning wouldn't work either, but there is no specific thing that I've heard that would defeat Who's a Who's got person. guns? What about other legends concerning right? the pyramids there and how to survive or best come back? It's a pyramid. Survive. Dead people are there survive by being careful. Most of the problems are going to be structural and, you know, you don't want to get crushed by falling rocks. Are there booby traps? I do not believe so. Most of the pyramids are not it's trapped. It's a bunch of traps filled with boobies. They, they, were, were they, were, they were useful buildings. They are not really designed as... I mean, right next to Lake Titicaca. I mean, some tombs, but a lot were used as like no sacrificial nipples. areas. <laughs> no nipples. Well, I've heard of 
pyramids being trapped with... Yes, a lot of the ones in Egypt have traps. <laughs> it is because they were sealed completely. Some of these are used as burial places, but the majority were used as an active center of worship. Okay. Imagine like I'm asking the same question. Can you tell us more about the, uh, the research that you guys have been doing again? Um. Yes, uh, when, when Trinidad gets back with the artifacts, and uh, she will bring her notes with her. She has been translating the uh, the document that we found from the mid 16th century, the, the re- article written by the conquistador Gaspar Figueroa that refers, we think, to this specific pyramid. I, uh, yeah, I we, found, we definitely want to see that. I found this book at the cafe, Necronomicon Exportees. Have you? Take a look at this. It's in my book. I can tell you how much sand it's worth if you want to read it. <laughs> how much twine is it worth, though? It's worth a lot of twines. <laughs> it's worth a lot of twines. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth a crap ton of twines. <laughs> One of the local guys just gave it to me. It's super fun. I am sorry, uh, she is being a long time. Trinidad is uh, probably got distracted. Uh, no way, we can go look for her. Probably if you would be so kind, I, Jackson and I will talk about some things that we have been meaning to talk about for a while. Well, if you want to go and uh, find her, she's probably lost track of time and got distracted by something else she saw in the storeroom. She is easily distracted. She is young and... She's dead. I'm thinking so. <laughs> what was that? She's dead. You think she's dead? We're gonna go find her. You know those. You know those women always getting <laughs> easily distracted. I like. I like that. Uh, that Aaron is now in the mood for Cthulhu. No. Yeah. Here we go. Let's go find. Someone's her. late. Oh, they died horribly. No one's late in this setting. No one's you, late. Okay. You are always. You are. You're always yeah, late. Yeah, but that's the Leah factor. <laughs> The Leah factor. Running late and taking everyone's no, shit. No, just running late and not dying. Okay. Yeah. She can cough and it not be lethal. <laughs> that <laughs> is Probably. the Leah factor. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you go down the corridor and take the stairs to the left, it will lead you down to a long corridor and the storeroom is just underneath my office. Cool, cool. Let's go find this dead body, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. That's nice. Let's go find this dead body. Luckily, I know how to dispose of a dead body so that it will never be found. Elias stays with the professor and they continue their conversation. Um, You are (laughs) heading down to the corridor. You head down the corridor and catch some stairs. They lead down to a long corridor in the basement, which ends at a door. That's great. It is directly underneath Sanchez's office. Um, The corridor is dimly lit. And it is quiet in the basement. We allow the carny to go first. <laughs> push, push the carny first. The uh, the door is ajar. This is why y'all don't have the right... Wait, have women gotten the right to vote yet? Yes, asshole. <laughs> You're outnumbered. <laughs> the door is ajar. No, it's a I mean, okay, just just real quick, just to make it clear. I, I did bring my pistol with Did me. you? Of course I did. I always do. Did. Yeah, okay. of course I did. So I'm, I'm like reaching into my... You're getting a pistol out to go find a lady. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love how paranoid you all are. It's super funny. She turns around and like, Oh, oh my goodness, I just lost track of time. Like, <laughs> it's all right. Here's a 45 bullet in the face. It's a vampire. That's what you get for being late. That guy was right. Killed her dead. <laughs> 
Let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? So I'll go in. Hello? Trinidad! You push the door open. The room itself is cavernous. It is about 80 feet by 45 feet, filled with evenly spaced rows, floor-to-ceiling shelves. Most of the shelves are packed with crates, boxes, and bags, you assume containing a variety of artifacts of historic interest. They are all neatly labeled, and everything is clean and well-kept. Between them, dim electric lighting and uh, the packed shelves... Uh, it is difficult to see far into the storeroom. The shadows are deep. And, uh, is there a light switch? They're on. They're just not very bright. Oh, okay. Great. Hello! Don't hear anything. Oh, no one's in here. Very we'll thorough method of hidden. checking. Look around. Oh, yeah. Spot hidden. Spot hidden. Yep. Spot hidden. Do one. Check a box. Yeah. I failed. Woo! Check the box. How many rolls did you get? I, they were both tipping. Oh. Uh, 43. Sure. That a success? I don't think so. Sure they were, Glenn. No. No. Okay, uh, our author friend uh, wanders down a corridor, one of the corridors between the shelves, and comes across a scene of, shall we say, disarray. Mm. Wait, did none of us? Did none of us pass that? She, uh, Eric did. Yeah, I did. I saw it. I seen it. That's why she's okay. finding it. No, I can't. Remember. The rest of you are searching elsewhere. Terrible. Bunch of shelves in disarray. Well, it looks like a lot of things have been pulled off the shelves. Um, half buried underneath a pile of artifacts and things from the shelves, you find. Um, what can only be discerned as an emaciated, almost mummified lady. Oh my god. Her shriveled face is frozen in a mask of terror. Her eyes still wide and staring. I don't think Trinity's Please coming with us. Please make me a sanity check. Okay. Who? Aaron closed. 32. My sanity's 75. So you're okay. What's our sanity again? Oh, there it is. Let me just check I did sound check to write. You lose 32 points of sanity. 2,000 points of sanity. Ah! Yeah, because sanity's a little different to the last time I wrote this. Yeah, I think we're good. Sound roll. Good. Alright. Uh, I scream. Yeah, of course you and do. And I point and I pee a little. No, you, pee, you pee a little. A um, there's a scream from across the room. Okay, I definitely have my weapon out and to the ready, and I'm pointing at find the author body. pointing at a pile of artifacts in which there pokes out the body of a emaciated woman who has clearly died in terror. Make me a sound check, please. I'd run over as well, so... Check, please. Apparently I've seen this before. <laughs> I've rolled a one. Twelve. That's so. you, obviously. Same was. This ain't the first body. Hell, I rolled a one. Oh my god. She's completely... Blinded. You're just like... She's like, well... So that's, a, that's, that's technically a critical success. Trinity's definitely not joining us. So what, what, what do I get for that? You realize by looking at the body, you uh, not only is she emaciated and virtually mummified, there is a large disc of torn, bloody flesh 
on her upper chest. Uh, it looks like the fat's been sucked out of her. It does look like the fat has been sucked out of her. Give me a spot hidden check. It'd be nice for another one. Six. Two. <laughs> no. Doing good there. All of us? You want all of us to do spot hidden or just Leah? Sorry, just found it. Mm. Here we are. I believe you may have this. This piece of paper is sticking out of her top pocket. Yeah, One of her jacket pockets. You taking it? Yeah. You take some paper. Lying next to the body is a small wooden crate. Javier! That has been smashed to pieces. The way the top has been pulled off the crate indicates the damage is not entirely due to the fall from the shelves and that someone forced it open. The remains of the crate are packed with straw poking out of the mass. There's a section of what appears to be a large piece of worked gold. Go get the doctor and I'll stay here with the body in case whatever did this comes back. Large piece of worked gold? Yes. In a box? It's open. What are we up to? Oh, we're putting the... Uh, we're sending Javier, I guess, up to... Uh, do you want to go get them? No. Okay. Hmm? Spot hidden? <clears throat> we're doing that again? You are, yes. Okay. And then all the things... Not this time. 51. Anyone what? else? What did you... What... I asked... What was that sheet of paper that you were given? Um, it looks like some type of official letter. Um... I don't know Spanish, so I cannot really tell you what it says. But it definitely looks like some sort of note. He mentioned that Trinidad was translating and making notes on that document that they'd found. Mm, Because it was difficult to translate, she was basically transcribing it. To the ultimate confession Mm -hmm. of Gaspar Figueroa by Trinidad Rizzo. So we say... It ended up by him in 1543. (laughs) We send Diego to go get He heads off. Doctor. Uh, you, the rest of you can make me spot hidden checks. Leo has made it already. Yes. Okay, check the box if you haven't already. The piece, the, the piece of large worked gold, you notice as you're going to pull it free from the box, there appears to be burned, freshly burned remains of skin on the gold, but the item is cold as you pull it out. So that skin, um, burn, smells burn, and now my fingerprints are on this. So that's fun for me. Good thing you left the states, huh? It is a two-foot-long, three-inch-wide, one-third of an inch deep length of worked gold. It has various. Um, sigils, icons, some kind of carvings in it. Looks like it was broken from a larger piece. Weighs about 25 pounds. Hmm. It was in search of fortune to return to Spain. So it kind of makes sense maybe they found something similar. <sighs> I like how Erin's actually translating it using her Erin skills. <laughs> I know, ta- 
Taqueria Spanish. He was looking for a torta. <laughs> so, what are you doing? What are you doing with this gold bar? What else are you doing? Uh, we're waiting for the professor and what's his face to get down here. Okay. You hear, hear a scream from outside upstairs. Okay. Right. Well, let's go see what that is. Oh, uh, I think someone should stay here with the body. And this, um... Who's looking, who looks the guiltiest? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, something killed her. All of us. Javier went upstairs. Something killed her, and they left in a hurry, because... And then we just hear a like upstairs. You yeah, hear a so. scream. It is a clear scream. Scream woman? Male? What? Male. That's uh, female. A female? Female scream. No, 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 they're females. Let's just let that bitch die. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. I go running to check it out. Okay. okay. You dash off out of the room with the two of you staying? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay. I'm going to okay. stay where the gold is. Um, yeah. Can we, can we continue to look around the area? Yeah, maybe another spot hidden, Jack. Uh, the pair of you. Uh, you run out and down the corridor and up the stairs. Okay, yes. Jesus. 60. That's a no. No. Near a yes? 90. You spot uh, in the what looks like it looks like whoever killed Trinidad Rizzo stepped in some of the blood left behind, mm. and there appears to be an intermittent track leading out of the door. The way I'm running, you ran out of the door into the way you came in. There are other ways out of the okay. basement. This one leads down a side corridor out of the basement. If you'd like to follow it, you can, or you can stay where you are. I'll stay with our but I think we should, as a group, follow the track. Okay. Like that. Stay together as a group. You run upstairs, you get to the top of the stairs, and you see um, Jackson Elias. He seems to be attempting to uh, deliver first aid to a lady who has some kind of bleeding wound. Mm. Hmm. I, I run over and like slide next to him. I'm like, what happened? How can I help? She's been stabbed. Who stabbed her? I have no idea. Right. Oh. She said a man ran by and stabbed her with a sword. A sword? That's what she said. And now she's unconscious and you need to help me staunch this wound. Okay. Do you have first aid? I have worked on my dragon. No. <laughs> but it's at 30, so... Oh, well, there we go, Beth. I mean, I've got a third of a... You know? You got this. I have a perfect faith in you. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um... He's in a panic. But I can yeah, look. Jackson, Jackson is fumbling with it as well. He doesn't seem to be. Uh, yeah, you're not going to call for me? I mean, you know that I've, that I've got first aid because you heard me tell her about it. I yell. She patched up my immune system. I yell, rich lady, we have a stabbing and we need you're, your help. You're on a different floor and you're going to have to run back to Ayuda! 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 Hey! I mean, can we... I, I should at least know we need to apply pressure to the well, wound. Jackson is doing that. He's, like, wadded up his handkerchief okay. and he's doing the best he can. Okay. It's not like we're fumbling around like fucking no, idiots. No, you're trying your okay. best. You just don't know what to I mean, do. how to bad did this. you roll? Because you might be panicking at the sight of blood. <laughs> then I have to roll against Constitution, and I got that. Um, So I run down and get you while Jackson... And, like, there is a lady... Was stabbed with a sword. We need your help. No, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that phrase? A fucking sword. I, I want to hear the last part. We need your help. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 
Are you leaving? Are you dashing Be back right there? <laughs> You're leaving the author down here. On around in the stay, dark. Stay here with her and help her look around. Okay. Okay. She mentions footprints. There are footprints. What are you doing with this this lump of gold? You dash upstairs. Holy you see Jackson it. attempting to staunch a wound. Okay. Basically through the abdomen of this lady. Let, let me attempt to uh, first apply aid. first aid. I'm holding on to it. I just feel like there's that shenanigans upstairs trying to distract us from what we found down here. So I'm, I'm sitting. This is not very good. Oh, did you pass? No. Okay, you attempt to uh, first aid. Several people are running around. Some people have clearly dashed off to Apparently call. Apparently I ran up to her and I was like, that's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucked up. After here's an orange. She's now unconscious. Have some vitamins. Here's a little caviar. Yes. <laughs> This'll do some stuff that in the wound. Fill it up with some fishy goodness. The lady's unconscious. After a while, a matronly lady comes along and pushes you aside and attempts to administer first aid. Which okay. Big old titties. Just I'm, gonna, to get out of the way. I'm gonna head back. Once I realize I can't do anything, I'm gonna turn around yeah. and go back. You're covered in blood at this point. Really? Why? Because it's, it's gushing out of her. Ew. And so is Je- so is Elias. So is he. Ew. Literally all the front of you and your hands and arms. Aww, are I'm the blood. cleanest person here. For the moment, until they come and give you a big hug. No! <laughs> no touching. Um, they, the lady manages to stabilize her. Clearly, it's something has uh, somebody's dashed off to get some actual help. What are the chances of you catching some type of bloodborne pathogen? <laughs> 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 I'm also an author, not necessarily the most touchy feely peeps. Right, so it's probably true. <laughs> so, okay. All right, so I'm heading back up or back down to. to okay. I like the chats in. Throw money at the wound. Okay. <laughs> 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 Yeah. You use money to buy the best medical money. professional available in town. Throw so money at the room. A commentary on American health care. You arrive back at the room. They are looking around. There's not doing? anything yet. They have not found anything yet. Maybe we should follow them tracks. I found, yeah, well, I did. I found tracks, but I was waiting for all of us to be back together. Are you following the tracks? Yeah. If we're all together, then yeah. Okay, you follow the tracks. Um, it goes around some of the darker parts of the basement. Um, after a little while, it climbs some stairs, and um, it arrives at um, Dr. Sanchez's office. Interesting! Keep going. Where are you going? Just looking out the window. What are you looking at? Oh, there's just a little lizard crawling around, and I want to see it. Oh, there's a little lizard. Let's go get it. I didn't know what it was, so I just wanted to see. Yeah, that cat is hilarious. Dead as the world. Good work, though, Wiz. Can you see him? Mm-mm. He's like this. <laughs> it completely is like. Oh goodness. <laughs> okay, you're at the door of Sanchez's office. Okay. Wait, we're back at the door of the guy that we went to visit? Yep, you went around a different route to get out of the basement, but you're back at his door. You can see Elias and the medical lady, um, and some of the people are now putting the lady who's been stabbed on a gurney about to run her away. Is the door closed or open? The door is closed. Well, we can see that the footprints went into the office. The footprints end here. I bust through the door. Okay, burst in. Um, Dr. Sanchez is lying on the ground. He um, appears to be in agony. He is writhing on the ground. First aid! 
Second, t- second chance. Okay, roll it. <laughs> I too will try first aid. Pretty sure that pencil isn't helping. Yeah. What'd you do? I'm gonna re-roll that. Yeah, okay. Blaming yeah. the pencil. Yeah. Uh, I got a four. That's good. Let's check the box. That apparently doesn't matter how many times I re-roll it. It's just you not sit down work. by him. He's literally having. It looks like he's having a seizure of some kind. He's as as you kind of touch him and try to kind of ease him. You can feel his. No, uh, uh, a bottle of yeah, I got one. You can feel his limbs stiffening. He kind of looks at you in terror and says, "He, he, he kissed me." Um, I would like to say that that was also extreme yeah. first aid. He kissed me. Wait, wait, wait. Was it the fat vampire? And then he passes out. Interesting. You notice, giving him a quick first aid over, that there's traces of some kind of rancid white wax on his around his mouth. Hmm. Can I take a sample? Yeah. Okay. Take a sample. How? To my sample kit? Is he still alive? Yeah. He's okay. breathing. He's just basically unconscious and rigid. He's breathing unconscious and rigid. Mm-hmm. But he's breathing. Because I first aided the shit out of him. Better than I did. What? Do I get an extra check because it was like an extreme pass? No. You only get one check regardless. Hmm. Sorry. Uh, is, I don't know, is there anything in the office we can use to take a sample? Uh, I doubt it. Really? with vodka. That's gonna help. <laughs> I mean, it's all help. You can't see to everything, right? We're going near the so bad we have a hypochondriac in the group and we haven't even got to sanity yet. Jesus. <laughs> I see what's gonna happen with your character. It's definitely gonna exhibit some terrible hypochondriac tendencies. <laughs> so, um, can we see where whoever did this escape? Well, looks like they left through the door. The front door where the person is stabbed? Okay. I mean, there's clearly ways around this place. If they know them, they could easily have gone a different hmm. way. Okay. Can we spot hidden? You could spot hidden. That'd be great. 30. No. That works the first. Looks like there was something of a struggle here. Um, it looks like the professor put up a fight, but eventually succumbed to it. His desk has all been kind of knocked around. Oh, it is the professor. That it's it is the professor. Okay. So um, the, the uh, assistant of a professor and the professor just got... But the other one up. was dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does not have a wound on him that you can see. Just, just white what about his chest? resin around his chest. His chest is untouched. He has some kind of white... Rancid smelling white substance around his mouth. Mm. Is there anything that he was drinking beforehand that's around? Rancid milk? No. No, just. <laughs> he got poisoned. Yeah. Oh, no, it doesn't seem to be. There's no glasses of anything Can, here. What does, it, what does it smell like? It smells like. To some degree, it smells like rotten meat, but it's not sweeted. It's, it's, it's like rancid fat. Is it like rancid fat, or is it rancid fat? It's rancid fat. Yeah. I know what rancid fat is like. It's rancid fat. Yeah. Alright, so, as far as I can tell... Fat uh, vampires. We've got a woman who had the fat sucked out of her, and a dude who's got rancid fat around his mouth. Clearly, this guy's a fat vampire. (laughs) Clearly, this guy's a fat vampire. 
Um, is, there, is there any like books or like? There are any, lots of books in there. I mean, anything that might help if we actually like search his office uh, for any documentation. Jesse, what the fuck happened? He's still gurneying up. He comes in after a little minute. What is going on? You tell me. He's almost dead. Oh, <gasps> there's a dead to the professor. What happened? I don't know. And there's a dead woman downstairs. What? Who's dead? Uh, I'm assuming Trinidad. I don't know because I never met her. But there's a dead woman downstairs who had the fat sucked out of her. And this guy's got a ring of fat around his mouth. Really? Yeah. Was he unconscious when you found him? He said, he kissed me, thinking it wasn't you who kissed him. Was it you? No, I heard a scream and ran out to hell. He, he said, he kissed me and then passed out. Huh. Is it possible somebody attacked him? I think that's a silly question. Yeah, I would say he was attacked. Did you see anyone? Saw no. the prince that were leading in here. Prince? From downstairs? Yes. Well, turn around. Look at the door. They're right there. Uh-huh. So somebody killed Trinidad Rizzo and then came up here, created some kind of distraction to get me out of the office, and then murdered the professor? Seems like it. Is he dead? No. Okay. So he's still breathing. So we better get those medical people here. Yeah. Oh, wait. Do you know who, do you know who Trinidad is? You We've met her. briefly, yes. Well, can you go downstairs and verify that that's actually her? Of course. Can you show me where I'm going? Okay, let's go. I'll stay with the body. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. It might be best to go get security. I guess they're around anyway from the stabbing, but it would be best if we report. Diego. Yeah, right, you need him. I got Diego, like, searching the office for, like, documents or paperwork or books or anything that at all relate to uh, uh, anything, like, research that he's been doing. Or anything that he just didn't well, want to Well, security should be right outside the door. Well, they're, they're, they're actually currently down where that woman was stabbed. They're mm-hmm. right by you. You can see them. No one was taking a statement from... From, uh... Elias? Yeah. Not yet. I came to find out what was going on with you guys. Alright, Diego, go fetch the paramedics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Diego off. is searching... The office for paperwork and books and stuff. Okay, there's lots of paperwork and books and stuff. What are you looking for specifically? Anything that has to do with um, any type of uh, material that uh, the professor didn't want to tell us about this topic. Okay. He said we can't search it because we don't speak Spanish, but he can. He looks around. He searches as best he can. He finds uh, several books about pyramids. He finds several books about. You know, folklore of the area, but there's nothing specific to this. Nothing that the doctor himself has has documented or... Diego possibly know about fat pyres. Possible? (laughs) Fat pyres. Well, if how serious you're taking the fat pyres. Okay, if y'all are going to sit here and search the office, I'm going to go get the paramedics? Go for it. Okay, you dash off and get the paramedics. Someone needs to get paramedics. Because the the professor is currently... Unconscious. Yes. Uh, Jackson wanders downstairs on his own yeah. if nobody's going with him to find the storeroom. Well, you want to go with him? Or should no. or, oh, I'll go with him. You want to stay here? Party. I don't want to go to the party at all. Why are y'all Jackson heads off downstairs. Hmm? No. I, <laughs> that's why I want to send the NPC to go get the paramedics. He's the only one who speaks Spanish, though. Okay. So, do we really need paramedics? This is Peru, 1920s. <laughs> I mean, not paramedics. They're going to be medical people. They're not going to be paramedics. Are you the, are you the, are you the, 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 the maid? Uh, 
Doctor Sanchez, are you there? Are you there? They, they dash off to his office. Yeah. Cool. Boom. And, that's, uh, yeah. that's, I feel like me knowing. Well, they're the, already wheeling out this yeah. lady, so it's. Not okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's knowing, a, knowing, I, I want to go with him down to uh, just to find the the dead woman again. Like right, knowing help in Spanish is oh. helpful. Is uh-huh. I I don't think I should need to roll for that or anything, right? No, it's fine. So. You, after you search around, you find nothing of real interest in the office that is specifically related. Yeah. After maybe ten minutes or five minutes, Elias returns to the office. It was Trinidad. She's dead. I have uh, informed security of what's going on. I guess we're going to have to spend a little time talking wait, about it. Wait, wait, I went with him. Oh, okay. Then she's dead. And yeah. Um, you, He looks at you. And he looks at this case with the uh, gold thing in it. And um, I think we need to take that with us. We. You. Clearly they were after it, or clearly something happened here. If they were after it, they would have taken it. Well, maybe. But clearly, maybe you guys um, disturbed them before they managed to... Here we come no, no, downstairs. we didn't disturb anyone. Well, maybe they were coming down the stairs. That corridor is long outside. You could have managed to creep away without managing to take it. I think we need to take it with us. I think it could be useful. Or at least to translate these signs on it. Somehow informative. I mean, if you feel uncomfortable about it, I'll take it. I'm sure you will. I mean, it's only a two-foot lump of solid gold. Right. Okay, I mean, so I, I assume he's going to take it. Okay. I'm I'm not gonna take something with human skin on it. It's pretty gross. Alright. He uh, slides it down the back of his suit. Slides it down the back of his uh, trousers and up the back of his jacket and it kind of looks okay. Okay. So we, we? Yeah. Return to the others. Okay. Hopefully they don't um, give me a pat down. <laughs> I'm sure. sure. So, um, he heads off and uh, pulls back some uh, security, and you head to the professor's office, and he explains about the professor. The professor is currently being carted out on a gurney. He takes them down to the storeroom and points out Rizzo. Oh, so he's, he's wandering around doing things, right? Well, yes, but I mean, the security are standing with you guys, too. There's no way to walk off. Hmm? There's no way to wander away. They're going to interview you. All right. And the police are called. They interview everyone. Mm-hmm. Elias is a reasonable reputation here as Jesse Hughes, but they are suspicious because you are all quite foreign. Diego adds some weight because he was present, um, and he tells them the story of what he saw, mm-hmm. and they let you go. Um, they may want to question you again, but at this point it looks like someone not you has murdered Rizzo in the basement and then come around to murder the professor. Okay. So, um, Elias didn't tell anyone else about taking that object, and I only know because I was there, right? Okay, so I'm going to tell them as soon as I can. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think think it's probably important. Um, as soon as Elias is not around. Okay. Alright. That's fine. It had human skin. You know what? That's just how some people are. So, you leave... This place, and I guess you reconvene at your hotel. Uh, can I ask the police what the cause of death was for Trinidad? 
through through Diego. They're like well, we do not know yet. And it was an autopsy. We will have to uh, have to be taken to the medical medical examiner. Okay. Okay. Uh, and what about the, the professor? Is he still alive? Yes. Yes, he is. He's breathing. Um, he seems very traumatized. We think it is hysteria or some kind of shock. Um, are you going to put protection on him? Clearly, he was attacked. Uh, we will put a guard outside his other hospital room. I think Great. We, I, need, I think we need to protect the professor. Might be right. Maybe you should hire some uh, guards. <laughs> you hire some bodyguards. You notice the police are interviewing a few of the people about uh, who's been coming and going. Um, particularly some of the staff that were in the basement. There was a few people that were down there kind of doing work. Okay. As you wander out. Does... Does Diego hear anything? As he is our Spanish translator. You mean you'd like him to listen to the conversations? Is he yeah, really? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, he pretends to be tying shoelaces. In the roll of six. Um, he, he catches up with you after slowly tying his shoe. It seems like uh, they're saying that uh, there was a man with unkempt hair and a ragged suit wandering around down in the basement. Boy, that's fun. You know who else had unkempt hair and a ragged suit? Mm-hmm. Our good friend. What's his name? Uh, unkempt hair. The unkempt hair? And ragged suit, what's his name? Uh, our good friend. <laughs> guys are doing good. Our good Because we have a Spanish guy. <laughs> See, you don't mind it now, do you? Luis Mendoza? Luis oh, Mendoza. Okay. When you call him by the wrong name, I do kind of mind it. It's my character, dude. Come on. She's kind of a bitch sometimes, what can I say? Wait, that's your character or you? Totally my character. I would never do that to someone in real life. Where are you headed? Jack. Um. Dan? Uh, to get it. To get a drink sounds You're good. to a bar. Yay! You head to a bar. Are you having a conflab about what's going on? Jackson comes with you. Um, you're all. Some of you are filthy. You probably want to go buy a bike. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go get dressed. Probably uh, want to go to the hotel. Anyone who's uh, covered in blood might want to get changed. I don't think a any bar is gonna let us sit and drink looking like we. Jackson do. recommends you go via the hotel, get changed, and go out. Maybe not the bars you go to. <laughs> it's a requirement. <laughs> but the bars you go to, it's just fine. It's like <laughs> it's just another day in the office. So you get changed, you head out to a bar. <laughs> okay. Jackson sits with you. So we're dealing with fat vampires. I have no idea what we're dealing with. That was a horrible scene. Look. Um, is there any place around here that we can acquire some other weaponry? Like? The, like guns. Can I, can I buy guns somewhere knives. around here? I would imagine we can find some somewhere, yes. Okay, Bazookas, where? Bazookas, tanks. Tanks. Airplanes. No, I don't. Some small guns would be great. I'd like to get some laxatives. <laughs> Just in case. They're fat vampires. <laughs> oh my god! This seems like weapon choice. It's just like, oh! That's super terrible. Just look for the guy who's crapping fat out of himself. I was saying, one of the integral members of our uh, our, our team here is just been seen on, on the scene of the crime, potentially a murder. A murderer. And oh. hanging out with a very thin man who used to be fat. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, I think we should have other other supplies outside of what these people can give us. Oh, in case they're shooting blanks, so to speak. 
Yeah. That's, so to speak, literally, Literally. so to speak, would be... Do you have anything you might want translated by a man who can speak Spanish? The note. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you what it says. Yes. Yeah. But in your best Trinidad voice. It's not Trinidad, it's uh, Diego here. But I want Diego reading it as Trinidad. (laughs) It says... Spanish, written by Gaspara Figueroa, 1543, on vellum. Figueroa, Spaniard who travelled to Peru with Francisco Pizarro. According to the text, Figueroa set out to seek his own fortune following Pizarro's assassination in 1541. He was accompanied by Hernando Ruiz, Diego Garrido, Luis de Mendoza and Pedro de Velasco fellow conquistadors who had served with Pizarro. They travelled to the southern highlands of the Andes looking for treasure, hoping to make their fortunes before heading back to Spain and retiring in luxury. Hearing rumours of an ancient temple filled with gold, the men set off into the mountains southwest of Lake Titicaca. Isn't one of our guys named Luis de Mendoza? Guy in the regular suit is. Yeah. Hey, one of these guys here is named Diego. That probably might be an issue, Hal. Sorry. Well, there he's they... not named Diego Garrido, though. We don't know. You know what his last name? I don't know his last name. I just hired him to be a translator. As far as I know, he's like in on all this. Diego de Translator. He's just a translator. I'm sorry. Diego was a name that came to my head. Okay, okay. And, so uh, he's... He, okay. All right. There's yeah, no overlap here. Are you sure? Probably. Do I need to investigate somehow? You could investigate a little. Diego Montoya. Author girl. Just have sex with him. Make him tell no. you everything. Yeah. Carney, you want to have sex with him? This is the translation. He's only yeah. a 45 attractiveness level. I mean... Hang on. They, I mean, I'm not 85. That's not why... Are you guys listening to this boy translating? <laughs> there they found a pyramid that surrounded by a maze-like structure of underground tunnels. The walls of the tunnels were inlaid with intricate gold carvings. The men pried out a large section of the gold, exhausting themselves in the attempt. That night, as they rested, an evil sickness befell Figueroa's companions. In the morning light, they looked gaunt and death-like. Complaining of agonizing hunger, they pursued Figueroa. De Mendoza caught up with him and started to devour him like a human leech. Figueroa shot his friend in the head and fled, pausing only to snatch up as much gold as he could carry. Figueroa eventually arrived back in Lima, hoping to get passage home, but he was too weakened by his ordeal. Figueroa describes himself as wasted little more than a walking corpse. I read final confessions as Figueroa's attempt to lift the guilt that his avarice had placed upon him. He believed that his fate and that of his companions was brought about by their desecrations of a holy place, and his most fervent wish is that he could undo the damage he had inflicted. He describes how he can still hear his friends' voices crying out with inhuman hunger, and how in the dark of the night he can hear another voice, ancient and seductive, promising him eternal life if he returns to the temple. Mm. The voice told Figueroa how to contact it, but it seems Figueroa was too afraid to even attempt this. A postscript written by the priest who performed the last rites states that Figueroa died a day after completing his final confessions. 
His last words were an entreaty to whatever gods were listening to forgive him his blasphemies. Mm. So I found it very suspect that a guy on the expedition, the original expedition, has the same name as the guy in our party mm-hmm. who also that also attacked some people and is now attacking more people. No, no, it was Why do you think Luis Mendoza is one attacking yeah. people? He fits the same description. He's hanging out with the the people are trying the to now thin. The who? So we know that um, that Augustus wearing the suit of a fat man is now very thin. Augustus is wearing the suit of a fat man. Yeah. No. He's wearing a suit way too big for him. Okay. He's two sizes too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is what he said. Yeah. Um, he fits the description of the person attacking. He goes, why? Who described that? The people at the, at no, the uh, university. Uh, or Javier said that they were talking about a guy, Yeah, right? Stop calling him Javier. <laughs> Diego. Diego. He's Javier now in my head. <laughs> Diego said that... <laughs> The description given to the guy prowling around the basement, it matched the description of De Mendoza. And they have the same name. As a guy from 1543. Yeah. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Oh. Vampires are immortal. Oh my god. You were doing so well till vampires are immortal. You were, you were. <laughs> Killed yourself on that one. Okay, if nothing else, he fits the description. That's great. That's great. That's the people... You think he would have gotten another suit by now? Suits are expensive. Not everyone has a bunch of money to throw around. I mean, after a few hundred years, you think you would have both a bunch of money and the, the new suit. Yeah, it would make sense. You'd have a larger suit if you'd been a vampire for over 400 years. Or almost 400 years at that point. He fits the description of when we saw him yesterday. I mean, maybe but he's... the fact that he could be the same vampire from 1543 doesn't really make sense if Pro- his clothes probably. are out of size. I mean, so, so it's no, his clothes... recently. Mendoza's right? aren't out of size. Yes, they are. No, Augustus is close. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a raggedy. He has a raggedy suit. Can we get a whiteboard so we can just like? I'm just thinking you should be making notes, kids. Okay. You can do it like a like a whole whiteboarding deal. I'm happy to get some paper. Cause I'm uh, I'm lost on the people here. Augustus' clothes are out of size. Review review who you know. Well, then he's not the one that lost all the weight. Then so then that is off. The guy well, who lost all the weight said. is Larkin. Yeah, but that I thought that's what you're saying that like. That was one of the reasons that someone's saying that he's wearing a set. A, no, a Augustus Larkin. For him. Augustus Larkin is wearing a suit that's too big for him. I can grab yeah, the whiteboard. But I thought you said that someone said someone was a problem. Yeah, my door, I think. That no. was wearing a suit too big. For no, him. he and was wearing. He was wearing a raggedy suit with the hair. You know, it's like okay, yes, okay. Let me review because I think we got crossed over when I was reading and you were writing. Yeah. Augustus Larkin, very pale, 
What? Hang on. Just... Okay, sounds good. There's a whiteboard coming. Leah is literally bringing out a whiteboard. With an easel. Set it somewhere you can point the document. Set it somewhere you can point the document camera at it. Investigators now. <laughs> Lift this in the bar, setting up a whiteboard. <laughs> nothing like nothing like whiteboarding your role playing session. <laughs> you guys are funny. You're doing well though, you're trucking through, you're investigating the investigatable things. How are we finding it? Luis Mendoza is a vampire. <laughs> Luis Mendoza is a vampire. Literally. It was that kidding. A whiteboard. Do you have pens? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then you need to set the dock camera so they can see what you're writing. I don't think whiteboards were invented in 1920. Disallowed. You know pretend like it's a chalkboard. I don't pretend like it's a chalkboard. Okay, punch your camera. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Maybe move it forward. Let me. I'm going to put it back on you for a second. Okay. All right. So. We have. If you. Hang on. I took the took the lead. Let me give you some slack. Luis de. It's not de Mendoza. It's just Mendoza. It's de Mendoza. Why did you say Mendoza before then, man? No, no, that's that's all the slack you've got. It's tangled up. Oh no! We got this. Augustus Larkin. Larkin. Then you have Jesse. Jesse Hughes. Who is also Jackson Elias? We apparently have to strip. Apparently, you have to scrape your fingernails across it at least once to give full versatility. <laughs> All right. So Luis de Mendoza has a ragged suit. Correct. Uh, unkempt hair, and his sunken eyes, and all of that noise. It's missing a dice. Did y'all take a dice while it's Yeah, I'm fine with it. Augustus Larkin. Augustus Larkin is a pale white man with greasy blonde hair. Pale. And he is wearing a baggy white linen suit and has lost a significant amount of weight. He also wears a huge amount of expensive cologne. So, pale, greasy blonde, baggy suit, Mm -hmm. cologne. Yup. Jesse Hughes is... Jackson Elias. He is an African-American man. He is wearing a linen suit, a trilby, did we say a fedora, and he smokes a pipe. (laughs) Now, we have the unknown assailant. Unknown assailant. So you have description of the... The unsub. Don't call him an unsub. Yeah. That's so funny. The unsub. Unsub, term used in the 1980s. Is described as <laughs> a man so. with unkempt hair. Correct. And a raggedy suit. <laughs> unsub. And a ragged suit. 
Now, we know that Trinidad, right? Let me put you in a in a bar. Hold on. Trinidad is our deceased. Correct. She has a chest wound. She does. As well as being emaciated, virtually mummified. You got two hands, you know, well. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> Watching Nick make notes on the white. And um the the doctor was Dr. Sanchez. Sanchez. Comatose, let's yep. say. Um, oh, I don't get the Antwerpen. Yeah, upgraded you just just for today. Rancid fat around, around, his, around his mouth. Mouth. Thank you. Kissed by assailant. <laughs> or kissed by the unsub. Eh? Oh no. Okay. So, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, we need to make a list, like maybe off to the side, of everything that we have found so far. So these list of documents, that uh, that gold bar. Okay. What? <laughs> Aaron's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Gold bar. With skin. Aaron, are you, are, you, are, you, are you checked out of this investigation? Yeah. Really? And you're just like, um, this is too terrible. So we have a gold bar with skin. Uh, well, yeah, the, the paper that was stuck tr- in, in a, Trinidad's... Yeah, translated note. Sure you do. And that's, that's about it, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Somebody attacked Trinidad to get what was in the basement. Right. Where they appear to have sucked the fat out of her via her chest. Now we know that the unsub matches the description of Luis de Mendoza, whose name is also mentioned in the note. Luis de Mendoza, also known accomplice of Augustus Larkin, who has lost a large amount of weight recently. And Dr. Sanchez, who was presumably attacked by the same unsub via the footprints we found, also seems to have fat around the mouth, from where he was kissed by our unsub. Right. To me, this all points to Luis Mendoza as the unsub. Right. You convince me. What do the rest of the party think? What does that matter? How does that impact anything? Let's keep going. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Let's keep going. But at the same time, it's good. To, it, it helps me to have this mapped out. Um, it's kind of what we know, and I mean, you, you can have conjecture all you want, but unless we have something that's actual factual, there's not going to be any way to move forward unless we get some more information. I'm just saying these yeah, two, sure, not to be trusted. I, 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 I mean, we we agreed with that. We agreed on that from the beginning. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's interesting to see how all of this is kind of like being laid out and some similarities. To me, the similarities here are the more important part, uh, rather than trying to say one person's definitely someone else. Um, based off a note that someone says that someone wrote, but having copycats is not something that's that's never been heard of before. Fat pyre? Question <laughs> mark. Fat pyre. <laughs> it's nice. 
Okay. Fat pyre. It's funny you have a whiteboard. Makes me laugh. Okay, so what are you doing? What is the next step, characters? Feels very official now. Investigators, what is the next step? Everyone's just like, what the hell are you doing? They're just organizing their thoughts. Not having your extensive notes. Yeah. Alright. What's next? We're, okay, so what, what... So this is Saturday night. Yes. And we're supposed to meet... Monday, Monday morning. You've got a whole day with which you can do something if you wish. I still would like to get some more weaponry of our own. Okay. So that way we ourselves can be armed uh, outside of... I mean, you brought the ones with you, right? You yeah, but I only, I only have one pistol. So, I mean, if we want to keep these concealed, we're going to need more than one, just one pistol. Okay. Does anyone think that... If you tell me to buy a fucking steak, a wooden steak, <laughs> I'm gonna smack you over the head. I mean, is that the worst idea for dealing <laughs> yes. with fat pies? Yes, it is. It, it is the worst idea. Fat pies. <laughs> Aaron's making notes on her own. <laughs> do, do you think we were seen at all by the attacker? Probably. We were running around. In like every which direction, at uh, as soon as people I, were screaming, so I'm going to say we I, probably. I, I, I assume that lady was stabbed to get me out of the office, so he at least saw me. Yeah. And our plan to take Trinidad with us clearly out of the picture. Well, you can take Clear, her. She's clearly. not very helpful. Clearly. <laughs> not going to be very helpful. Yeah, what kind of card did I end up doing? I, I haven't actually figured that out yet. I, I don't know. I believe it was a Model A truck. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so we can do that. Something, something useful with built-in compartments to hide my weaponry. Okay. But I did that in the states before that shit. Apparently, you need grainy black and white photos and push pins to go into the tech board. Absolutely. Like the lines drawing in the red <laughs> twine. Red. Twine. I don't have enough money to buy twine. <laughs> red twines. Without a billionaires. But I do have twine here. Twines. Like Next time. Next time. Three twice. Do, Sounds like fun. Do we want to confront someone? Do we want to con- talk to Mendoza? Talk to Larkin, perhaps? I mean, maybe if we can get Larkin alone? I mean, they have separate rooms at the hotel, right? I think Larkin is ahead of the... The thing needs to at least know what we've... So we should at least tell him what we think is going on? But I don't know. He but he refused these people, right? He didn't want them on the expedition to begin with, which seems troubling to Elias. So what if he's under no. the control of Mendoza? Sanchez had the idea that if he's grave robbing, he's not going to want someone official along. Yeah. But it yeah. could be that that's all it is. Yeah. A professor isn't official, official though. And if Peru doesn't have than... any, Peru doesn't have any like company, like or countrywide laws against this. Though, no, right? so but, but there, mean, re- there wouldn't be some legal reason to refuse a professor. No, no um, legal reason. To right. other, other than the fact that he could just cause issues and, and, and arguments along the way, and he just didn't want to have to deal with that. I mean, that that is that is a plausible explanation for not not bringing. Uh, you know, kind of an expert of the field along, so you just don't want to have to deal with the... Uh, the fact that Elias mistrusts him means the fact that we should also mistrust him a little bit at this point. His judgment doesn't seem sound. And then also the fact that Figueroa, once he had been to the spot, had this, like, overwhelming feeling of needing to return to the pyramids as well. And the fact that it kept whispering to him until he 
came back to it, and then he immediately died afterwards, right? So Figaro, Figaro was the guy in the letter, right? Correct. He was the guy that escaped the pyramid. Yeah. He escaped with, it to begin with. With the great hunk of gold. Calling to him. Okay, so that, that's the hunk of gold that um, our... Potentially. Yeah. Buddy uh, Jackson has uh, taken with him. Which... It's, it's, it's safe. Great. Great. I'm cursed, so glad you brought that with. Cursed gold? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, Jackson has it. It's in the hotel safe, actually. With all your all stuff? Your shit. Infecting it. Oh, her stuff is gonna be cursed too! <laughs> I put it on top of her motorcycle. It's a <laughs> Look, when you take something. I feel like some... Christine, but with a motorcycle. I mean, I feel like Christine would be a lot less terrified that way. That's like... a motorcycle. <laughs> That's right, just dodge out the way. <laughs> when you take an cursed item from a cursed place that curse comes with you I know nothing of curses I know perhaps that this this now translated piece justifies my extrication of this artifact from the museum I think we need to return it I think we need to put it there back back at the museum or back at the back at the, no, took it from the museum well yeah absolutely did you at least clean it what? Oh, the skin? Yeah, yes, the skin. Yes, I gave it a quick polish. That's fantastic. Whose skin was that? I don't know whose skin that was. Maybe the assailant's skin. I don't know why it would burn them, though. Unless it's a holy article. What if? Are you about to get some more magical stuff coming out here? Because that's yes. what I'm feeling. Yes. Feeling we're, we're, go- we're going the magical route. What if Mendoza couldn't pick it up because it's a holy item? Oh, that's right, because Mendoza's a vampire. Yes. Fat, right. Fat, fat pie. Fat pie. Fat Jesus pie. Christ. I've seen a lot of... I, I, I'm just saying, you're the only one that's going with the magical route right now. I think there's plenty of plausible explanations in the real world. To uh, not just automatically assume. No, I didn't live in the real world. Why not? He doesn't live in the real world. That's that's why we're arguing about this, because I'm going to be like the person who is not. I I, I like to study the occult because I find it fascinating what people can believe in. I've seen it firsthand. I'm sure you have. I've been to. I also wonder where your mind was at the time. I've been to the voodoo women of New Orleans. I've seen what they can do. Mm-hmm. They call that drugs? I just saw a woman with the fat sucked out of her body. If that's not a fat pyre, I don't know what is. Fat pyre. <laughs> okay. I do love the jolly music in the background, by the way. If you can explain her wounds and her condition away with your science, be my guest. I never said I could, but just my, my lack of explanation doesn't automatically make it magical. Yeah, Carney. <laughs> let's let's get back to the matter at hand. What are we going to do at this point? I mean, if, as our friend here says, the Mendoza is somehow the villain in this piece, where does that leave us? If is is it possible that Larkin is in danger now? I mean, he doesn't look very good. He doesn't look in very good shape. Maybe he's being manipulated, potentially, by, by Mendoza. It's 
feels like a lot for a 19-year-old girl to have to do it. <laughs> she's, just, she's just like, I'm just going to get a town. <laughs> I just want to write a book, you guys. <laughs> I think that's great. Seems like a lot for a 19-year-old girl to deal with. I've seen the hypnotized men do a lot of strange things. <laughs> I mean, do we need to go That's and see? Point. I forgot how young you are. I'm so young. I just want to go home. That's one. I think I got enough material for my book. Yeah, I'm good. Write <laughs> a short story right now. So to the New Yorker. Perfect. I I suspect we need to talk to Larkin. What if What if Mendoza is heading that way now? I think you're right, but it does not please me. <laughs> it doesn't please okay. me much either. But we're, we're at the hotel right now. Right? <laughs> you're at a bar. Well, uh, we got dressed. Yes, but you, you got dressed and then went out. Okay. Uh, Lia suggested we went somewhere outside of the normal. We'd have to go back to the hotel to talk to Arkham. He's in a different hotel. Oh, that's right. Um, I, I would like to stop on the way and buy some more um, weapons. Okay. At okay. the weapon shop? That would be great. Um, Diego knows a man who knows a man. That's fantastic. Javier, let's go. He sighs, wanders along. You managed to purchase two old revolvers. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. That's the best I got? That's the best you got. Uh, okay. Is there ammo? Yes, there's ammunition. How much? How much do you need? I mean, all of it. All of the ammunition. <laughs> two bandoliers, war. <laughs> you can have 13 bullets for your two. Old revolvers. Because that's all they have? Yes. That's all these guys have. It's 13 shots more than you had before. Well, no, it's 26 shots more than I had before because I'm getting 13 rounds for both. Oh, I see you right now. 13 for total. So, um, what, 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 what caliber? What are you shooting at the moment? 45. It's not a 45. That's what a revolver back then would be, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're one of the most popular rounds. <sighs> Not now. 45 and 38. Yeah. It'd be a 38 caliber. Okay. You've got, you got a couple of uh, 38 okay. stub nose. Yeah, okay, so. Policemen, so policemen specials. Yeah. Policemen yeah. specials. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give you a gun, not because I... Um, trust you at all. Well, I, I trust him more than I trust you. Oh, at least I know Jack, his intentions. Jackson opens his jacket and shows you that he has a pistol on each side. Oh, very good. I, I know his intentions, even though I think they're stupid. I'm going to the restroom, discuss the plan. I'll and I'm, I'm going to... action when I get back. I'm giving the 19-year-old... Uh, uh, yeah, here's a, here's a nice 38 special. So, this is the pointy end. Okay? That goes towards the person. You pull this little lever thing, Jake here, oh, until it goes this? boom. That's right. I don't need instructions on how to use a gun. I although, didn't think you did. Although I'm apparently not very good at it. I'm not good, but I know how to use one up close. Right. I feel like that should be a role, too. Like, if I'm shooting someone, like, in the gut from right here, I shouldn't have to make a firearms check. Like... Was it really aiming? Just a gut shot. Yeah. Unless yeah. you got to see about, probably gonna need a machete, a stake of wood, a, st- a shovel. Piece of fucking wood. <laughs> uh, okay. Any ideas, on guys, that we need to shops that we should go by before we go meet with Mister? Uh, what's his face? Larkin. Gotta go soon. Hmm? So 
it was dinner time. <gasps> dinner time. But fat pyres. <laughs> If anyone has a better explanation than fat pyres, I'm all ears. I actually we think are not a red herring. I mean, if it was that obvious, then it wouldn't be that good of a game. Hmm? Hmm. Talking about your, your theory of Mendoza? Of fat pyres? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um... So Aaron's gotta go here pretty soon. Okay. Daddy. Do you wanna wrap up here? Before we go see Larkin, or do you wanna just talk to Larkin real quick? We can talk to Larkin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's I also talk. get um, a knife and a machete. Okay, that's easy to buy. Okay, I'm gonna make that, make that like two of okay. everything. Alright, anybody else getting equipment? That's good. Two of everything. Okay. I'm moving. I mean, everyone's just gonna have a little bit. You need machetes for jungle travel anyway. I'm not getting a fucking steak though. I'd like a pet parrot. <laughs> <laughs> and a wooden leg? <laughs> Just a parrot. <laughs> well, you might end up with a wooden leg. <laughs> I'm sure you can find, okay, you might end up with a wooden leg in the end. I'm sure you can find a parrot in the market if you want one. Cool. Dude, when I was in Mexico, <laughs> I felt really bad. Like, in Mexico, we were at a mall, and there was, like, monkeys for sale in the mall, and I felt really depressed. Really? Yeah, monkeys are sad. It's sad for sale. Uh, but the squirrel says you should bring the Tommy gun along. Uh, well, he wouldn't let me get a Tommy gun, so it's not coming along. Uh, or, or, as the Arkham Horror card says, Chicago typewriter. <laughs> now, what if she had a semi-automatic Tommy gun? Sure, then it's just a rifle. Still doesn't have. There's a semi-automatic skill. Wouldn't that go under a rifle slash shotgun? Yeah, no. I know. There's a separate no. skill for it. Why is that wouldn't it? I don't. Know. The rifles are but semi-automatic you want burst weapons. It, it's a separate skill. I didn't say anything about burst. Yeah, semi-automatic I'm about doesn't semi-auto. mean doesn't mean bursting. Yeah. It's still single single round. It's still a rifle. What's the difference? Why would you want it? Why, why wouldn't I want it? You have to carry around an M1 Garand. These questions to an American. It's just different. like, what's the difference? Is that a serious question? Just give me all the guns. Yeah, no. pretty much. Hey, does this guy have any any other weapons? No. He had two shitty thirty-eight revolvers. Diego, he's got these guns. He's a fucking journalist. What is he supposed to do? She got his name right. She's so mad. She finally Only when she's name. mad at him. That's terrible. Like how your mom uses your full name. Right. You're like totally wrong. With it. That's a Ron Swanson thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> Doesn't want anybody to get friendly with him. So he purposely calls him by the wrong name yeah. and put them in their place. If they're getting too friendly, he'll call, call them the wrong name. <laughs> and it is, is hilarious. My mother would be like, Nicholas Tiberius Vegan. You Nicholas get Tiberius Vegan. So you head to the Hotel Espana. Spania. Espania. I don't think it is a Spania. It's a word that isn't that, but I'm saying wrong. How does it... How does E-S-P-A-N with a little wiggly thing. A. That's, That's Espania. Espania. <laughs> is that right? That wiggly thing is the tilde. And what does it do? <coughs> it gives the end that weird Anya. Yeah. <laughs> gives the end the Anya. Yes. That's okay. exactly what it does. It's a nye. Nye. It's one good thing about English is we don't have those weird things. Right? Because we do such other... Ridiculously crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just, not just random silent letters in the middle of words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what could be? What could go wrong? Well, like the word pterodactyl, for example. That's okay. P oh. as in pterodactyl. Yeah, it's P <laughs> as in pterodactyl. 
You're, you're heading to the hotel Espana? Espana. Espana. Can I say it with a lisp like a Spaniard? The Hotel Espana is a small establishment boasting 12 rooms split over two floors. It is located on the corner of a busy street of shops in the Lima district. There is no reception desk, though a small white-haired woman in a woolen shawl sits in the foyer and greets visitors. Is this place way nicer than our hotel? Um, it's... The interior of the hotel is decorated in an eclectic manner, with its walls painted bright primary colours and covered with paintings and photographs. Yeah. And the common areas are filled with an eclectic selection of statues, plants and artworks. The amount of times he says eclectic means yes, it's It's quite nicer. eclectic. It's, it's like a boutique hotel. Cool. Someone is already upset that this hotel is nicer um, than the one she's in. Can we ask her what rooms the, um, our, our people are in? Uh, yes. Uh, he tells you two room numbers. Ne- they're next to each other. We know which one's which. Six and seven. Yeah, yes, Mr. Larkin is in room seven. Great. Mr. Dimendoza is in room six. Are they currently here? Mr. Larkin, I believe, returned earlier in the day looking a little sick and headed to bed early. But Mr. Dimendoza, I haven't seen him for a while. He headed out somewhere earlier this morning. Fantastic. Okay. He's out in the sun, which is weird. Can we go up to their rooms? If you wish. I mean, you are his. He has spoken that he is doing a deed. You can lock it, right? Well, I mean, he's he's in there, but yes, I can get into Mendoza's. That would be great. Yeah, definitely do that. I think we should do that before we talk to Larkin. Okay. Uh, so oh, we had this conversation after we left the old. By the way, like a lockpick <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that uh, yeah, yeah. that so, word would be. Yeah, yeah. So we we, we, we walked well, away from the old lady. That's basically my understanding of Spanish. I have to say, not to mean like dismissive in terms of the language, but yes, loco picker. Well, it's kind of like how French is all just. That's right. Yeah. A loco picker. I, I, uh, I think if we can break into uh, Mendoza's, Mendoza's room. room, we can get some maybe some other information and before we go talk to Larkin. All right, y'all watch out while I pick this lock. Okay. Are you, whose lock are you picking? Why don't we just try and open it first? Okay. Oh. We're trying to open <laughs> Mendoza's door. Yeah. D. Mendoza's room is locked. Okay. <laughs> double but, checking. But kudos to you for trying. <laughs> All right. I, I go to pick the lock. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, um, I guess not. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, enough. Forty nine against uh, seventy one. Jesus. Okay. Yes. Check your box. I guess. Oh yeah, would be had I gotten under thirty five. Yeah. He as in, in in pneumonia. He as in pneumonia. He as in pneumonia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, G as in gnat. Then fucking right. Yeah. So right. you unlock the door. Okay. The door swings open. The room is incredibly neat, antiseptically clean. Um, a quick look around shows the. Assume you sneak in and close the door. Yeah. There are no personal effects, toiletries, or changes of clothes anywhere in this room. So he hasn't been here at all. Um, the bed is neatly made. Has he been here at all? Doesn't seem. How do you know? Yeah. Well, you can always you can always tell if someone's been in a room. I mean, they'll they'll do something. Really? You can yeah. always tell if someone's yeah. been in a room. They'll, they, I mean, it's their hotel room. Maybe you can generally have an idea. I mean, let's, do some, it, let's do some spot hidden rolls. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. We're searching. Okay. 
No. Oh god, no. <laughs> no. Would you like Elias to try? Yes. That might be a good idea. As well as Diego. <laughs> Elias rolled a seven, so you're okay. Okay. Elias is checking the bed, and he finds that um, <coughs> under the mattress, like the first place I'd look, <laughs> he pulls out a, a gold a hunk of gold, like a gold artifact. Does it match the other hunk of gold? It looks very similar to the pendant. The pendant? We had a pendant? Oh, we had a hunk the of pendant gold. that um, we the, saw earlier. The, the locking showed you. I thought he just talked about one. No, he showed you a pendant and a cup. Yeah. It looks very similar to the pendant. Hmm. I thought you said we were going to the, the pyramid to get the pendant and the cup. Nope, they were on the yep. table as examples of what was coming out of the place. Okay, got it. This appears to be a mask, approximately six inches square and made of gold. It depicts a stylized face largely made up of blocky geometric shapes raised from the surface and is solid with no eye holes. Can we put the mask on the carny? No! <laughs> I know what happens. If you put on a strange mask, you turn into a vampire. Five points to who gets the reference. Quick, hold him down. I'll put it on. Yeah. <laughs> I hold him down. I put it on. Masks turn you into vampires. I feel like we're not being taken seriously. No, it's like we really do it. We're not joking. Yeah, we're, we're not. We're not kidding. You're actually putting the mask on? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. I'm not okay with this. Yeah. We know. Cool. <laughs> the, are you putting it against your face? No, absolutely not. Are you pushing them away? Yes, absolutely. Okay. He doesn't seem to want to do that. We're doing it anyway. Are you really? You're in a room currently burglarizing it, and you're having a scuffle. And you're like, you should put this on. Once it happens. <laughs> no. <laughs> it will add to your act. Put it on. Absolutely not. It'll look good on you. No. It doesn't look great on you. She might do you. She might do you with the sexy <laughs> mask. What's your? What's your? Uh... <laughs> She's super sexy, dude. She's what's like 85. I'm a model. I'm like 85. I'm old, so you know. Unless you're into that. <laughs> In your 40s. You don't know AJ's sexuality. <laughs> we can take a guess. I would rather not put on a strange mask. The guy who assumes that we're dealing with vampires. That's why we were going to force you. Guys are terrible. Wouldn't it be funny if maybe you can find an urchin and force them? Okay. Don't you have a. Oh my god, you're a hard human being. <laughs> no! <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Uh, Nick, Nick's Am looking, I at, the, Nick's looking the at the cover of the book I'm looking at. No. <laughs> the book called Masks of Hellothep. That's This is volume two. I should play that. Put on this one. mask <laughs> in the <laughs> game Masks of Hellothep. Nyalothotep. Nyalothotep. Yes. You know what? You can't say Spanish words. True, so. but I can't say Cthulian ones. <laughs> So, you find this mask underneath his mattress. All right. we, have, we have nothing else to find in this room. You may add it to your, to your various carrying capacities. I don't know. Do we? I don't think we should take it. I think we should take it. If he takes it, he'll know someone's been in here. I don't give a fuck. Okay. We're taking the mask. Taking the mask. Now what? I'm never I'm doing crimes him. with these people. They're terrible, aren't they? They're terrible crimes. Terrible crimes. Uh, all right. All right. Let's go talk to Larkin. Okay, you're knocking on his door? What does Alias say about, about the mask? 
Elias? Yeah. He's yeah. like, uh, I think we should take it. Clearly he's hiding. It's the only thing he owns. It has some significance. It's here. his vampire mask. If that's so true, why don't you put it on and prove it? <laughs> because I don't want to become a fat pyre. Fat pyre. Really? You just make a shit up. I mean, it can't be that bad. <laughs> just make a shit up. It's just a piece of gold for your face. <laughs> the backside of it is very, very shiny. Oh, come on. Look at the shiny. Just, just focus on the shiny. Focus on it. Okay, while you're burglarizing someone's room. <laughs> are we? Are we? Are we mean to you, Nick? Yes. But, but, but apparently, chat would like me to have Diego put it on. No, Diego's useful. <laughs> Diego is useful. Who got us in here? Okay, or granted, granted, that was one useful thing you did. <laughs> so Who terrible. figured out Luis Mendoza is a fat vampire? Uh, I, I don't think that's that, that was that's not <laughs> very useful. Like, <laughs> not actually determined. Mostly conjecture, Your yeah. Honor. Mostly conjecture. <laughs> Who I noticed mean, that he happened to have the same name? Who was a carny? <laughs> See, if you'd have been like a lawyer, they wouldn't have had this. <laughs> yes, it's true. If you'd been a lawyer, they'd like, all right, maybe he's got a point. You should have been like a professor of anthropology. They'd be like, oh, the professor thinks it's true. It must be true. But no, no, apparently because you're a guy. I'm sorry. Sort of I thought that some people <laughs> here had mean, respect for no, working class no. people. No, we do not. Dude, no, I've never worked a day in my life. <laughs> I have never worked a day in my life. Why on earth would you think yeah. I would respect her? No. She's too young to have ever worked a day in no. her life. No. No respect for that. That's so <laughs> she's a writer for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I cared about the peasantry. education. Cares about the peasantry. <laughs> All right, what are you doing? You're going to knock on Larkin's door? At the very least, you saved a professor. I can give you, I can give you points for that. Obviously, you're not totally worthless. Yeah, I saved a guy. You did that, that I failed to save. Okay, yeah, let's talk to you, um, Larkin. Yeah, well, we'll find an urchin and stick it on him. Okay, so like you're still suspicious. Think we find an urchin. Hold I mean, cards. holding a child against his will is gonna be a lot easier than holding a card. That's true. He's pretty. He's pretty wiry. I mean, she's not exactly very strong. Are you going to Larkin's room? Yes, yes. I, I think so, yeah. Go to Larkin's room. You should open to Mendoza's room and go to Larkin's. Are you knocking? Yes. Sure. You knock on the door. There is no answer. Hey, super useful person. Knock again? There is still no answer. You super useful person? Yep. How about that lockpicking again? Well, we're gonna, we're gonna break in. Okay. Then, I'm afraid that our friend might be in trouble. Also, he did tell us that we could come by and talk to him. He did. He definitely said lockpick my room. Well, <laughs> we're worried about him. That's I mean, we could just bust in the room. Roll it. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, I rolled a four. That's really great. You realize as you start to lockpick, this lock's already open. <laughs> Was it unlocked the entire time? <laughs> I. <laughs> You know what? Mm-hmm. I don't tell them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just like... There we go! Open! Like my magical powers! <laughs> got it! I like that. Check the lock. Faster than the last one, wasn't it? I'm getting yeah. better! Super useful now, do aren't I? Get, do I get a double check? Or maybe no. a triple check since I super picked it? Afraid not. Okay. Super picked it. I was already fucking open. 
You opened the door. It? Or was it? Or was it? Okay, what do we see? Larkin's room is chaotic and unpleasant. Suitcases spilling soiled clothing across the floor, personal effects covering almost every surface. The air in the room reeks of stale sweat and sickness. I got an idea. We should put the mask on him. I'm down with that. Larkin is basically semi-conscious in the room. His sheets are soaked with oily perspiration. There is a small stoppered glass bottle of liquid on the nightstand along with a syringe. The label on the bottle, written in Spanish, identifies the contents as heroina. (laughs) Wonderful. There is more than enough in the bottle to provide a fatal dose. Check his Check his pulse. In a state of semi-undress, and you see that the veins in his arms, across his chest, down some down the lower part of his legs are black, mm. as if some kind of disease or poison so is I'm in just, him. I'm just going to throw it out and there. And he has a large you... tattoo on his chest. Okay. This is what you get for responding to random ads in the yeah. newspaper. <laughs> this is what you online. get! Yeah. What, what's the tattoo? <laughs> yeah. The tattoo is a. Let me read up what actually says the tattoo is. Put the mask on his face. Put the mask on his face. We're literally gonna do it, so you need to tell us what happens also. Are you literally gonna do it? Oh, with the tattoo. Well, I'm I'm having a hard time with what the tattoo is. Ah, here we go. Uh, On his torso. My personal more detective, more general. It is a circular shape. Um, I'm going to have to dig it out somewhere else. They could have just drawn it and given me a picture. That would have been very nice if they'd have drawn it. But yeah, Like covering up a wound? Oh no, this is a large tattoo on his chest. It's a stylized version of something else that I can find if I want. It's got the Ben Affleck dragon back tattoo. (laughs) Oh, that's the worst fucking... That's not the worst thing. Brock Lesnar's dick tattoo is probably one of the worst. What? Who's dick tattoo? Brock Lesnar has a, like a sword or a knife, but it looks like a dick. Looks like a dick. Especially if he has like a low-cut shirt, it just looks like a dick coming That's up his chest. Maybe that was the plan, right? I don't think it was. I think he just got a real shit tattoo. Just looks like a dick. That's <sighs> funny. Come on. Where are you? Symbol I need. Yeah. It's in an entirely separate book. It would have been nice if they would put it in this one. Is it like a snake eating its own tail? No, it's not like that. It's like a circle. And I know what it looks like, and I can't describe it. I'm going to have to show you it. Do you like the music they're playing in this hotel? Really? Like 900 places like it could possibly be according to the... Uh... It's in the first book in relation to cults. Is he still alive? He is still alive. Okay. He is breathing. Can I stick the mask on ah, while we're this? That'd it looks great. like this. Come thither. Huh? It's like a circle with a star inside it. it looks like No. It's like... Parentheses with a weird little star thing inside. With it. seeds? Yeah, maybe. Three, three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's gonna try and draw it. So it's kind of like 
Bigger. Bird bigger. Okay, so it's kind of like... Da... 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 Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. And there's... Two big parentheses around it. Two big parentheticals, and then like there's like some over... There's, there's, a, there's a little... There's a small one on the end of each one of those longer, longer horizontal ones. And you're right, there's actually four across the top, not three. There's four across the top? Two above each of the lines. Okay. Like that. That's basically it. Yeah. Looks like that. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Is that is that symbol anywhere on anything we've seen so far? What's nope. the fruit that when you cut it open? Pomegranate. Pomegranate. There we go. It looks like a pomegranate. Yeah. Looks a bit like a pomegranate. Mystery solved. It's My art skills are not good. I apologize, but I, I have it. These people are deathly allergic to pomegranates. That is what his. That's what's on his chest. That tattoo. There was a large shipment of pom- pomegranates in this region, and everyone who's allergic to them has uh, shows these symptoms. And within a week, they die. That that's that's the mystery. Pay a Timmy to wear the mask. <laughs> that's the Timmy is a generic term for any urchin. Hey, mm. I want to put the mask on. Yeah. On Larkin. Yes. Okay. He's, hey, he's like, semi-conscious. All sorts of fucked up anyways. He's semi-conscious. Cool. Okay. You put the mask on him. Yay. What happens? He's semi-conscious. He is incredibly drugged. So nothing happens. Does it meld to his face? Does it seem to change in any way? Nope, it just sits on his face. Sizzle? He doesn't have any type of reaction to it? No. Hey, you should put it on the car. Unless he's already some type of vampire. Oh dear God! <laughs> I love the kind of paranoia going around. It's kind of hilarious. I like this banter. Wait, wait! Didn't you have like some object that uh, he couldn't like? You didn't think that uh, vampires could touch? What was that? Uh, Elias's um, piece of gold that's in the safe at the hotel. Oh, okay. Put the mask on the gold. <laughs> um, ba, ba, ba. so okay. he's semi-conscious. Can I slap him? Yeah. Cool. He... What? 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 Uh, barely keep his eyes open. I go ahead and I just take that that heroin. Are you taking his bottle of heroin? Oh yeah, we're totally taking the heroin. Yeah. yeah. Really? Oh yeah, I'm going through all this shit. I'm yeah. taking any drugs that I see. Are you about to try and clean him up? I mean, yeah. clean him up, dirty myself up. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. No, no, no. This isn't. This isn't transferring to you. <laughs> I'm taking these bottles and I'm like flushing them down the fucking toilet. Jesus. No. Uh, I would like to. I am roll. paying attention. I am paying attention. You can have it if you put the mask on. <laughs> what if we pay someone we in the heroin? You. I'm just saying, if you want that bottle, keep it to yourself. You're putting the mask on. If not, I mean, you can you can bottle. swallow the pills first and then put the mask on. Pills? I don't it's care. Pills? It's just a. Oh, wait, wait, I assume it's, it's just liquid with okay, a okay, syringe. Okay, okay. Like a decanter. In my so mind, it's a decanter full of heroin. This is the greatest thing ever. This is a decanter horse. <laughs> Why is he getting like fucking pre-mixed heroin? Have you brought it with? Wait, me? did we, did we search this his room? Not yet. Let's <laughs> oh, do that. Let's search the room. Okay. This place smells really bad. He well, smells no shit. Really bad. And it's probably shit. Nope. 
Is there a shower in here? 26. Uh, no, no, none of the rooms have shower. 26. 26? Mm-hmm. Okay, you search around. You are careful moving things because everything is filthy. There's no excrement here, he's just... He's probably shat himself. Uh, no, he hasn't. The smell here really comes from... It smells like rotten meat, almost. You know what else smells like rotten meat? That fat... Your feet? Uh, no. Karn takes good care of his feet. That fat on the professor's mouth. Was it? Is it the same smell? That was rotten fat. Rancid fat. Rancid fat. Is it a similar smell? This is more like flesh rotting. Yeah. Mm. It's similar, obviously. He could be... um... Right, right. There's also a sweet smell of cologne in here. Who was wearing the cologne? He He was. was. He was... He was probably wearing all the cologne to cover the uh, smell. Cover the smell, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if... Uh, is he... Does he have covers on him? He's partly covered. He's, you can see his tattoo and you can see his veins are all blackened. I lift the covers to kind of look at his body. It doesn't look well at all. Does it look like anything's infected or rotting? I mean, Not I know really. he's got the black veins, but Not like... Really. But the smell definitely is coming from him. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he smells like death. We, so we're not finding anything else in this room, other than heroin. Well, there's heroin here. No, he doesn't have anything else in here. Just raunchy clothes and mm-hmm. nasty smells. Yes, and he's semi-conscious. What if Mendoza's been keeping him drugged up? Yeah, that's why we're getting rid of the drugs, dude. Not taking them ourselves. I mean... You're getting worthless if you're all fucking jacked out on heroin. I'm just taking a little bit. I mean, you'll actually be worthless then. You can have it if you put the mask on. <laughs> that guy's a terrible. We need... What if someone gets injured and needs painkillers? That's not a good painkiller. Let's move on. Kind of point with that's an excellent painkiller. <laughs> no. Wait, but, wait, wait, what was heroin used for? It's not a wise painkilling. Was, was it used for painkilling? Yeah. yeah, it's an opiate. I mean... It was. It was it's not a good... It's a, it's a highly addictive painkiller. Right, right. I mean... Can we can we not use it for recreation purposes? Fine, we won't use it for recreation purposes. I really don't trust you. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I'll use it for bartering. Fine, I won't do the heroin. I will use it for bartering and pain medication. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that would be a good idea. So long as it's actual pain that you're medicating and not, you know, like pain yeah, in your heart. And this is our box that we signed up with the, the Larkin dude. Yeah. Yeah. We got this stuff. So yes. either we get rid of it and flush sure. it now. Or we have to give it back to him, most likely, because he's in charge. Well, no, he's oh, not Also, back. he's clearly addicted to opiates. Oh, yes. uh, yeah, no. I don't care. It's a bad come down. I mean... <laughs> it's weeks, probably. No. Days. It'd be good in a couple days. Well, three days to a week. I mean, do we really want to go out on an expedition with someone that is freaking jacked off his ass? If we hold on to it, we can wean him off of it. I don't want to weed him off. I just want to go full turkey. That's a terrible idea. He can die. <laughs> he can I mean, die anyways. I think he might die anyways. Yeah, the fat <laughs> vampire will kill him. <laughs> I, I, think, I think there's something else going on with this yeah. man that we don't know about. Who is that? M- Mendoza. What about Mendoza? I have to go. It's six o'clock. Okay. No! I'm sorry. You want to talk to him later? Next yeah. session? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you can stop in his stinky room. Yay! We will call it a night and Sweet. we will continue this wondrous investigation. You're actually doing very well. Yay! You're all tall. You're actually developing chatty characters, which is also kind of nice. 
I've already figured out what we're up against, and it's fat vampires. Fat <laughs> vampires. Hey, Nick, look, come look. I mean, someone needs to take look, ridiculous Nick, ideas. <laughs> Alright, all thank right. you all for listening. Um, visit the website, Patreon, Discord, Discord channel, Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> all of that noise. Come talk to us everywhere. See you later. Bye. Thank you so much for sticking with us through that harrowing session. Hopefully you're not too terrified. If you enjoyed the session, please visit RPGMP3 on the usual social media outlets, on our Discord server and at RPGMP3.com. If you really enjoyed this session, why not head over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash RPGMP3 and support what we do. Every little helps to keep the gaming going. Thank you. Dungeon on.